welcome to the meat market. I'm going to tell you even <laughs> if we're keeping it a bean, the WNBA is just a developmental league for women. Like, he's such an amazing father. Like, that was the... That was the tone that everything I saw about him. I was saying Darius could never. <laughs> not for real. I'm not lying. This is a regular man's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trade working ass. Hey, young. This, this man work. is a welder. This nigga is a trade working ass. Nigga, young. Shout out to the trade, young. I'm not falling for it. Y'all going to have to do better than that. If you're going to get me. It's going, you have to punch Aiden straight and shit. Like, yeah. like, for real, you have to punch him like right in his face if you think I'm going to fall for it. This podcast is sponsored by Graffiti Tax Services. For all your tax preparation needs, you can go to graffititax.com. We're going to put the link right here. It should be somewhere. And yeah, you can head to them for during tax season. And if you have any financial or tax preparation questions head to graffiti tax services they're our new sponsor thank you to graffiti tax preparation services that's it wake it up sarah hey 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 we here we here we back we gotta get it started for the people we got an interesting show for y'all we gotta (laughs) it's gonna be a doozy the least we can say is gonna be a very interesting show for y'all today so but we gotta start with the music so with the skin color that I would think that Drake's would actually be. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm sure you're wondering right now, Adam, was it big? Was it small? The man's got a missile on. Fight friend, well, I hate them. Better tighten up, we tight ends. Put my grill up, cause I pop the 
icks all night, it had me biting. Caught his ass thinning, so I had to take his right hand. Cut be looking like a pump jack, bitch, I am an oil lord. Damn, how many times I gotta spin to get this boy to learn. Then I ain't no fucking joke, we drop the teeth and drop the moat. But I watch your mouth, cause I got soap, I got diamonds, tacos, and coke. Inside of my walk, I drop and head it like my throat. I elbow swinging, watch some pork, I smoke his edge like some mortar. Leave him flat just like a thought, I swim with killers like a orca. No matter where it is, it don't matter where I'm at, because to me, no man important. Hey, where he is? Boy, I, try, I try to leave the bitch inside the car, dude. Look, fuck with them bags, I'm on wood, but I put on that mask, I was trying to get banged. I hit a red, but I fucked only a minute, and so I would block her man. I want them wet, that's a motherfucking fake, and I know that they, they on the same. Riding they told them my youngest, they own them, they catch them, and I got that brain. Y'all niggas pushing up on them. Y'all niggas swerving and bending the corner. He got that burn up on them. Soon as you're running, your head to home. I'ma pull up in the Hummer. Like I got sponsored to burn, I'm a king. I got the SDJ, say the fuck on my way, be a pussy that they don't see. I got these hugs, my place, try and paint my face. Got the bitch turned out on beat. I got my right over there, put a bitch on the shelf. I don't want it on me, I can't. I'm taking her off the shelf and putting you on the bitch. You don't do anything that I please. I probably tied me one with the bitch with my gut till you fall all the way to your knees. Oh, well, top. Tell them. Wow. I think we live now. I think we ready. I, I think we are. I think it's time to get into it. You are listening <laughs> to Talk FNF TV. I'm your host, Rhetoric, and I'm with my lovely and amazing and wonderful co-host, Miss Reality. Hi, guys. I have to put my drink down so I can give them the spear fingers. You're a little saucy already early. Let's see what we're doing here. It's, it's going to be a good episode. <laughs> All right, so. We got to get into a lot, man. It's a lot's happened. Uh, a lot's been going on. Uh, but first, man, we, we got to talk about these streamers, man. Aiden Ross, you're going out sad, son. So, uh, if y'all are not aware, uh, Aiden Ross has had two pretty big streams that's uh, gone viral <laughs> for uh, some of the things that's that's kind of happening. And so, we'll, 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 we'll fill y'all in. So, first, to start off with 21. Mm-hmm. Him and 21 was coming in. They was gambling. Um, and I saw that. Some shystiness looked like it was appe- it appeared. <laughs> some uh, there was, was a, there was some uh, some some moving of some cards, some mark marking of some cards. Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, okay. And it got to around the the price total about two hundred and fifty k. What was uh was old because he uh, what happened was he apparently he was down. He tried to hustle. He hit him with the old. Let me let you get up, and then I start working your ass back. And he got him up like he was like two hundred fifty k at that point. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the clips, man, it's you see him, you know, his homeboy pointing to the to the cars to him. You see him actually get the little fake deck all on camera. So a lot of people have been kind of been questioning about the, the authenticity of this. I mean, I, I, I don't feel like it's real. I feel like Aiden Ross knows exactly how to placate to what the audience wants to see happen to him. Mm-hmm. He understands that these streamer kids, man, they understand y'all want to see them fail. As soon as I saw this, because I heard about it, I didn't see it. I heard about it on Don't Call Me White Girl podcast, and she was like, 21 Savage went on there. He had some Mark cards, played him, and then when Aiden Ross found out, he was like, so what are you going to do about it? Yeah, he did definitely come out. And I was like, yeah, I fully support black people going on these platforms and bitching you out. I feel like a lot of people took that a different way because he wasn't, he didn't come at him like, what you finna do about it kind of way. He was just like, 
how do you try to solve it? That's how it kind of really came off. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really like, I'm strong on arming this young nigga because even afterwards, uh, after the stream. That would have been funnier. Well, he would have been. But even after the stream or whatever, he kind of goes and says first, oh, Aiden not welcome in Atlanta or whatever. All the little tough guy rah-rah shit. And then once he, I guess, realizes, hey, everybody sees that I cheated. <laughs> I need to kind of walk this back. So they end up playing like 2K or whatever to squash it, and Aiden ends up winning, and he said he got the money. But I just feel like this is one big scam. Like, I think probably this, this was just a skit, like uh, 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 a skit in real time. This generation, they're like masters of the internet and all this stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was all scripted and planned. Especially Aiden Ross, because he's been a king of like self deprecation. Like he kind of gets what he's trying to. He understands what the audience wants. Like I said, what's, what he wants, what what they want to see out of him. Mm-hmm. He he started off with the GTA role play. He was the weird kid, you know, saying all the weird stuff and saying gay stuff, getting all the rappers to react. And that's kind of once he took that off, especially during the pandemic. That's where you see who he is now. Mm-hmm. But they, did you see what happened? I, with the pl- what were you about to say? I was going to say, I don't really consume his content that much, so yeah. I don't really know about his personality too much. Yeah, it's real niche because he's not even on Twitch anymore. He has his own little platform. He works with Kick or whatever. Uh, but the main thing I just want to see with, did you see what happened with the Cardi? With the Playboy Cardi? No, I didn't see. it. Okay. All I saw from Playboy, Car- Playboy Cardi was that um that mesh thong he was yeah, wearing? That was straight thugnificent. Like uh, gangsta, what? What, what was that about, Playboy Cardi? That was gangstalicious. Like that's exactly what that was. Like we are really in that era of Boondocks fashion. I have no idea what she was trying to serve with that. I don't know what he was giving up with that. Cause I'm a fashion girly. Like I I I serve specific a- aesthetics. That's not an aesthetic. I don't know what you was trying to serve with that. That's wild boy behavior. That's all that was. It was just, it was just, it was, you was trying to chase a moment and you got it. So he comes into the stream, I guess like two hours late or whatever. He's dressed in like all black. You can't even see him because he has like a mask on. Mm-hmm. Aiden apparently gives him like $2 million in cash and he's supposed to give him another $2 million after the stream in a car. Oh, he was on for like six minutes, right? Yeah, he left like six or nine minutes in and... Basically, now, that's the big thing. Oh, he scammed him. He got over on him. Uh, but again, like. Was there an agreed upon time? What it like, was, in it the was, contract? Well, it was just a normal string. I guess, the, again, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the contract is, hey, this is what we're going to do. You're going to act like you took this money. We're going to make a big deal about it. And then we'll do another stream. And it'll probably be like an hour, hour and a half. Like, all this stuff is just to create You're going to come line. in a black mask. People barely going to see you. You think. All of this is is all this is just stage behavior, man. Mm. Like they, I, I wanted to say because I wanted to say this point where, where I talk about they they know what people want to see. You know what got Kai popping? What they found there when he was doing a stream, he was doing push ups, and a mouse ran across his floor. Oh yeah, or like a roach. I've seen no, it was, so it was many a mouse. things. It yeah, was a mouse. walked across his floor, and he literally did not stop streaming. Stayed there, cried on stream, and everything. And that's kind of what pushed, propelled him up. Mm-hmm. So, like, these folks know, y'all don't want to see them do good. Y'all want to see them fail. Y'all want to see Aiden, the little suburban rich white boy, get punked out by the rappers. And everybody knows that's what's going on. I just think that they were dumb in their sense where they didn't understand how this was going to be viewed in their audience. 
that's what I was going to say. I don't like them letting themselves be used in this manner because in both of these situations, y'all look like scammers and liars and thieves. Like, I, I, I promise what, you. What does that do for y'all? My thought is, like, he comes to him, tells him, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make y'all look like y'all getting over on me. Y'all going to look cool in this situation. I'm going to look crazy. And he knows his audience is not going to respond like that. He has his audience on a string. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going how to get that empathy from them. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even have to talk shit about these guys because his audience is going to do everything for him. Yeah. I mean, it's a smart play on his part. It's I mean, like I said, it's the, the way that these get the, they get these guys in and the way that this like money is coming in is insane. So I'm not falling for it. Y'all going to have to do better than that. If you're going to get me. It's going, you have to punch Aiden straight in his fucking shit. Like, yeah. like for real, you have to punch him like right in his face if you think I'm going to fall for it. That's I'm, funny. I would like to see it. I got to see his, I got to see a nosebleed, like, or something. All right, so, Grammy weekend. Yes. It the was, Grammys happens. We, we watched, well, you watched it. <laughs> yeah, you tried to lie real quick. Hey, man, I knew the clips was all I was going to need to do mm-hmm. because... I'm not sitting here. It was underwhelming. Like, there was nothing to really watch, for real. I'm not trying to see these these white girls win these little awards all the time. So I I knew not to waste my time. It was um, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, uh, what you call it, Billy... Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. I was about to call her Billy Ocean. And um, Olivia, Claudio, Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, something like that. It's a Claudia and a and a lot, uh, Olivia. So yeah. Hey, so man. and like Dua Lipa, that was it. That was Grammys. Like those names that I named, that was the Grammys. They pretty much won, basically won everything. Yeah. That, that was pop related. Yeah. So on to the things that we care about, right? <laughs> so um, SZA was the the most nominated person at the Grammys uh, for 2024. She won one Grammy for Best R and B Song. So congratulations to you. And then Victoria Monet won three Grammys. She was nominated for like 10 or 11, I think. And she won Best New Artist, Best Engineered Album, and Best R&B Album. So congratulations to um, Victoria Monet because very recently MTV said that she was not established enough in her career to just perform at the VMAs. And then just a couple months later, she won three Grammys. And I hope, I genuinely hope Victoria Monet does not give MTV the time of day. But she's a, she seems like a very, like, sweet, nice person. So she'll prob- she probably will. No, for sure. But, hey, I didn't like the way y'all was talking about her, her, her baby daddy or whoever that man was with her. I don't like that. Fine. No, it was not cool. Because, again, y'all prove my point every time. What? A woman's success is nothing but a measuring stick for a man's failure. They over there talking about, oh, yeah, you better stay over there and hold the baby. You better over there stay in your place, quiet and, 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 and handsome. Just stay, just do that. I don't like that. That's not cool. I'm not with that. Y'all women are horrible. I'm I mean, calling y'all out. That's I'm how not. that's how she met him in the background. He was her background dancer. He's he's a supporting he's role. Still, and that's, that's, he's still a man. He still deserves respect. He has respect. No, I mean, that was not what they was giving it up to him. We have very different, like, because the internet is like your own personal personalized bubble, right? So rhetoric's personalized bubble has way more hate than mine does because in my bubble, ev- all of the women were like, "Oh my God, look at him! He's such a great man. He's 
like as soon as the baby started making a noise, he ran up and got her and let Victoria finish her interview. Like he's such an amazing father. Like that was the that was the tone that everything I saw about him. I was saying Darius could never. <laughs> not for real. I'm not lying. That's what I saw. Darius would never, though. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> That's what I was seeing. That nothing, is hilarious. Nothing but contention and hate was in my algorithm when it came That's to That's what you like, though. I, I, of course I do, but again, I don't like this like, kind. I don't like this kind because, again, y'all make, y'all make it easy for niggas to shit on situations like that. And then y'all understand, oh, why, why can't somebody support my dreams? Because y'all talk down on the niggas that y'all want. It's right there. Continue on with the Grammys. <laughs> like, this is, he likes to get on that soapbox a lot. So, um, let me get back really quick on the pop girlies before I move on. Because Taylor Swift, on the first award that she won, she ran up there, right? Ran past uh, Celine Dion, which the internet is up in arms about, by the way. That's because disrespect. Yeah. Respect your OG. She has stiff person syndrome. She's in pain all the time. It was a big deal that she even showed up to the Grammys. I was surprised that she was there. And then she just respect your OGs, white woman. Respectfully. Honestly. Um Celine Dion, by the way, has Haiti in a chokehold. I don't know if you knew this. Not just Haiti. The whole Caribbean. (laughs) Like if you are a Caribbean woman of a certain age. The Philippines. If you're on an island of a certain age, <laughs> she has she Celine Dion has you in a chokehold. She knows she knows whatever. If you got four bodies of water surrounding your <laughs> land, like she knows how to get to you, my nigga. Like yeah, honestly. So um, she ran up there. She was like, "This is my 13th Grammy." Flexing, <laughs> right? Which some people were mad at. I'm not even a fan of Taylor Swift. I genuinely don't like the girl. Let's get some applause for Taylor. But that's the flex. That's a real flick. Yeah, and, and then, then then hold on. I, I don't know if you saw. Did you see when she pulled Shotty up on stage with her when she won? Uh, oh no, that was the second one that she won that yeah, night. That's what I'm saying. So, the, yeah, when she won. Uh, she pulled um, what's her name? The girl that just posted the. She lost. She was part of the. the yeah, she just posted a picture uh, with a Glock in her hand. She had a dress on. It was, she was just in the mirror, mirror selfie, Glock in hand. She literally Taylor beats her for album she of the said, year and then pulls her up on stage with her. Oh my goodness, you are. <laughs> But did you see how she was like pulling her up on stage and she didn't want to yeah, go on she, stage? She like forced her up on stage. She was like, come up, up here, loser. Yeah. See what it is like from a winner's perspective. I'm about to come up here and flex. It's my 14th. You know, you don't have one. I don't know how many she has. Here's, I don't know if she has. Here's any. nothing you'll ever feel. The, you don't know how, to, how, to, how it feels to be a winner of this caliber, bitch. Yo, Taylor's a boss, young. <laughs> Yo, so literally. So that's what I'm about to say. She went up there and then she was like, this is my 13th Grammy. And then by the way. I have another album coming out. And then she announces the date. And then she's like, I'm about to go backstage and drop the, uh, the cover now. And then they pan to the audience. And it's like Ed Sheeran, like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Taylor Swift is keeping her foot on you pop bitches necks. And she will not let you breathe. And you could see it from everyone's reaction in the crowd. They were like, oh, Lord. Again, Taylor. <laughs> like she about Taylor to go, ain't letting up on y'all ass. She about to go on another tour. Travis giving her that, that white dick, and she don't know how to act. On I y'all. don't even know if they're even a real couple for real, because I don't know if all y'all remember, but Taylor Swift was dating a Nazi at the top of last year, right? And 
there was a she and people were an, up in arms about um her carbon footprint, which they still are today. Um, so I think she started dating Travis Kelsey. That who what what, what he he was playing for? He still plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, was he not playing for the? He wasn't playing for the Jets ever. Ever the Jet they went to the Jets game. Okay, they so that was the, the okay. That was the first game she went to, though, right? Yeah, that's where the conspiracy came that she was trying. Yeah, to, that to she was trying to out with the Jets and because stuff. every time you put in Taylor Swift Jets, it's it just comes up with her with her pictures of her at the game. Did you see too where they said that uh, she's trying to put people now like to, to stop them from being able to post uh, her uh, private flights? Yeah, she's suing somebody. Yo, she took a private flight the other day, and we can she's get back. she's suing a blogger. Yeah, we can get back to the. Uh, to the Grammys in just a second, but she suit she one of the flights that she took recently was like a thirteen minute flight for a, what would have been a thirty minute drive in Kansas City. Unnecessary. <laughs> Yo, she is a wild girl. You could have took a helicopter. Is that not less, like, emissions? Niggas ain't trying to take helicopters since Kobe. Honestly, I wouldn't either. But for a twenty minute ride, like that's crazy, girl. Just drive. You can be like the rest of us. You're not even going to be driving yourself. Like, you can get a driver. You can just sit in the back. How much of a rush was it? If it wasn't, if somebody, if somebody wasn't dying, Taylor, that's crazy. <laughs> like, that type of privilege is absolutely insane. Y'all, y'all don't understand having that kind of time. Yeah. Like, y'all don't understand when, what my time means to me. So Every minute. Um, Do you want to get into drama or performances next? Uh, you can get into the performances because I, I, we, we know we gotta talk about the rap stuff. Right? Yeah. So the performances, I'm just gonna talk about the performances that I cared about. So SZA performed. Um, her the the beginning, her voice was a little shaky, but then she it got better, and then uh, all the dancers came out, and it was entertaining. I didn't love her outfit, but personally, like when people are performing at award shows specifically, like I want extraness and she just looked like um a secret a- agent is top dog doing his job when it comes to her like her aesthetic overall? yeah Do you yeah feel so? okay. yeah i feel like a lot of people just they they talk about her her oops when it comes to f- what she's wearing and how she looks so yeah I'm she's she's gonna she's always been like like that though she's always ha- uh, worn the weird oversized quirky stuff like that's part of her image i think okay i mean i'm just asking so, um, yeah, so started out shaky, got better. Uh, I wish the performances were longer. The performances were, like, weirdly short. Everything was, like, a minute. And I didn't like it. Like, you couldn't really, like, get into it and enjoy things. Like, there weren't really, like, productions. There were only, um, it was, like, Dua Lipa and... Somebody else I'm forgetting that actually like put on a show and perform SZA. Like they put on a show, perform, dance, danced. But other than that, it was kind of boring. Um, Burner Boy performed. Uh, I thought the performance was beautiful. He put on like uh, Nigerian culture on display. They had like the coral uh, beads on. They had on all their like gaylay, I think it's called. I'm not sure. And all their headpieces and things of that nature. And then... Um, he brought out Brandy and 21 Savage, which, like, y'all know how I feel about the African-Americans. Well, 21 Savage isn't technically an African-American, but shout out to the to the Nigerian scammers. But, yeah, like, wait, 
Why the scammers? Nigerian scammers is a thing. I mean, they are, but like, as soon as I bring up Nigerians, the first thing you want to bring up is Nigerian scammers. Okay, you tell me what you, the first thing you think about when you think of Nigeria. Big black dicks. You were just trying to lead us on to this segment, yo. That's relax. Second hour. You said first thing. Second hour. That's crazy, yo. That was Afrobeats. I should have said Afrobeats. Something, something more sensible. <laughs> something else. <laughs> young, like you are a psychopath, young. Horrible. Like the first thing I think about is definitely not scammers. All right. So since we on uh, performances still, we gotta give Molly. Molly is the o- our only hope of defeating Taylor Swift at this time. Molly Cyrus is the only person who can put a foot on Taylor Swift's neck. I don't think um, her image is, like, clean enough for, like, all white people to love her like Taylor Swift. I think it's Kanye's fault that Taylor Swift has this, like, untouchable, like, baby girl porcelain, this is our sweetheart image. Shit, you can blame black niggas for both of them then. Because black niggas is the reason why you just said about Miley. What do you, what do you mean? Her, her squeaky clean image is because she was fucking with the niggas. And she decided to denounce black. She was literally cosplaying hip hop. My thing is this: I for a couple years, and then she decided to be white again. And then she was like, "Hip hop is toxic." I can't, again, girl. She said she she did say that, but I can't be mad at her because I know there's a lot of black men who got to you know touch some white vagina because she was messing with the niggas at that time. She influenced a lot of white girls to mess with black guys at that time. I can't be so again. I gotta support. You cannot. I gotta support her. You cannot give that to her when Kim Kardashian did what she did. But Kim Kardashian didn't appeal to the type Kim, of white the, girl. The entire, the entire Kardashian clan, man. No, you, the blonde hair, blue eyed white girls is the Aryan white girls that the niggas was after. Molly, not the gay Aryans. Them. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm just trying to what tell you. Is not this the Armenians. podcast? Not the Armenians. The the, <laughs> the Aryans. Thumb types, they was following in her footsteps. There was a lot of niggas that was glad Molly did the 23 record when Mike Will made it. I hold all you niggas responsible. For real. That's hey, where I'm going to leave that at. Molly, keep fighting. You won with Flower? She got what? Raps? Well, she got a song, song of the year? Of the, no. Yeah, I think she got song of yeah, the year. Yeah, song of the year. So shout out to Molly, yo. Yeah. I ain't like how niggas didn't act like they knew what her song was. And Taylor got album of the year, I think. Yeah. I ain't like that. She had to tell people to like turn up with her. Like, what? She what? Said, what's y'all beef with Miley? Said, I know what my beef with Miley is, but what's y'all beef with Miley, she, white people? She said, "I y'all know y'all heard this before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I did. Once I replayed, I was like, oh, "I have heard this song before." Over and over again. Yo, I I appreciate like this again. I didn't really care for Miley, Black Miley, but White Miley is legit. I love when white people are white. I love when white women, white women. Can y'all do that more? Don't do us. When they do the hair with the flips, with the and the and the and the volume. Ooh, did you see Molly's volume? Yes. It and was, the the girls didn't like that. Um, the the looks. I didn't mind it. I really didn't. It was she white. Does, it was very white, and I was okay with it. She she it gave chic mullet. It was better than what a uh, bad uh, bad baby wore her uh baby shower. I don't know what Bad Baby does. I'm sorry. What? She with that 40. You didn't see that video? No. She got that 40 year old nigga and got her pregnant. <laughs> that nigga look about 45. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't got. She had a little baby shower. She had a little red dress on or whatever. 
looking like, oh, well, I ain't going to talk about no pregnant woman. But she was over there just with this nigga. And the nigga I mean, she had the baby, though, right? No. No? Not yet. Um, Not yet. She's still, she probably about to, about to pop in about two or three months, but probably less than that. I could have sworn on That nigga look old as shit. It's probably some other white girl. That nigga was, he's a psychopath. That nigga that knocked her up was straight in get, Like, he knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You a bad man. Like, you're probably a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Like, ain't no nigga just getting the, the, the disgruntled white girl knocked up off top. No. We ain't even seen you with this chick for at all. Not really. You just, you goddamn probably, you probably didn't got into her money. You probably didn't, and Finette got her into some money laundering. Yo, who is this man? I'm about to, I need You're to look it up. You're probably not going to find him, bro. This is like some shit that like Ruby Rose be fucking with. You know how Ruby Rose be fucking with like some clown ass niggas. This is like in this kind of crass. I'm sitting here like, yo, this Did she post it on wild. her Instagram? I saw it. I don't know. If I, again, I seen the video just circulating, so. Okay. I just, okay. That nigga look I old, I see her right? Instagram. That nigga look old. He look. He got like the, he look like he Benny Siegel type age, right? Who is that? He looked like he part of the old Rockefeller. That nigga at least 35. Am I wrong that he got like a fatigue on? <clears throat> no, he has on green though. He has on a green leather jacket. Okay, that's what I, I, I assume. See, he ain't even like a real baby daddy. He ain't even got the Burberry on. <laughs> like, what kind of nigga is you? You don't even have the baby father uniform on, sir. You're a fucking sick nigga, yo. You can already tell you're not trying to, you're not even trying to be like that. You just trying to goddamn. Okay, I just found this man's Instagram. You're trying to get some OnlyFans money. What's his name? I'm mad. We talking about the Grammys, and we didn't talk about bad, bad baby now. I don't know. It's just like X Game LV on Instagram. Hey nigga, shout out to you for the come up, yo. You nasty though. You probably at least 35. He has not a single word in his bio. I have no idea who this man is. Over, over, under 35. He don't look like um. Yeah, you look like a regular ass nigga. This is a regular man's Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trade working ass nigga, young. This, this nigga man work- is a welder. This nigga is a trade working <laughs> ass nigga, young. Shout out to the trade niggas, young. Put shop back in the high schools, by the way. Put put the workshop and teach the boys how to and the girls. Just teach the kids how to fix the cars. And sew and cook shit. What is that? I didn't even know that they took that out of the schools. Did you know? Yeah. The hell? We didn't have it when we was in school. You, you, I did. Yeah, shop. Yes. There was, I had an entire garage where people in the town used to donate junk cars and the boys would, it was all boys. And the boys and the lesbians would fix the cars. Okay, so just so you know, we have totally veered off from the Grammys, but I will answer your question <laughs> on why that, why that happened. And then we can get back to the Grammys because I'm going to tie this all back in. We also in. had BOCES where you could, like, go during the day and literally get a certification to be, like, an LPN, a beautician, an esthetician, um, uh, and some other, like, trade shit. There were trades that you could get in high school, and you can get high school credit for them. My high school was amazing, though. No, I mean, we had something similar, but that was... New York! That was getting weeded out uh, <laughs> during the time when I was in school. That was starting to get weeded out. It probably started a little bit a little bit too in New York. But what happened is, is a lot of the companies... Because what happened is, a lot of those equipment comes from companies that are in the area. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those companies either went under, or they could no longer provide, quote-unquote... They couldn't provide those equipment, so they wouldn't even like. Basically, they would get new equipment, and you would give the old equipment to the school. Yeah. So they end up stop doing that. If we're being honest, it's probably because a lot of these places have understood. Well, why would I give it to the school and they give you the certification for free 
when I can just get my little nephew to start a school to teach you how to do this, and now we get the money. Capitalism. So basically, that's what it is. If you look it up, capitalism. The reason why shop and all that stuff has left schools is because um, companies have refused to give the equipment to schools like they did in the past. That's really sad. No, it's horrible. And again, somebody who's an advocate of uh, you know trades and and working class jobs is a uh, killer Mike. <laughs> so killer Mike sweep the rap category. Uh, get us back to the Grammys. Uh, that was swept, a good transition, baby. You know, I try. You know, I try. Uh, so he swept the uh, rap category, winning album of the year, performance of the year, uh, rap performance of the year, and rap song of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of those was for the song he did with Future and Andre 3000. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to say this, man. Uh, also, he did get arrested afterwards. We they gotta, locked that nigga up. We got to. Okay. Immediately. Okay. We got to get into all this. So first things first, when it comes to him winning, I think that. His album was well-deserved. I did listen to parts of I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I have listened to parts of his album. He definitely deserved album of the year when it I've came I've never to heard a Killer Mike song in my entire life. See, a lot of people don't know Killer Mike. <laughs> no, it's real that you say that because a lot of people aren't familiar with Killer Mike, but the reason why is because he was with Run the Jewels. Okay. And that's RTJ. So it was him and a white boy that used to do a lot of the music. Mm-hmm. So he did it. He got a Grammy back with Outkast, like, Early 2000s, I believe. I could be off on dates. But early 2000s, he got a uh, Grammy with Outkast. So he's been popular in Atlanta for a while. But he's kind of more so been underground. Uh, he's definitely underground, yeah. For a lot large part. But he's also more community-based. Yeah, I know, I know Killer Mike and, like, what he stands for more than I know Killer Mike as an artist. Yeah, like he I know Netflix him as show. an activist. Did you see his Netflix show? I did, yes. Yeah, he had the Netflix show and things I like that. I watched and I enjoyed the Netflix show. I just, I've never went out of my way to listen to his music. And most people aren't as familiar with his music. Like I said, it was under a different name. It wasn't just Killer Mike. Uh, but like I said, this album was really good. If you go back and listen to it, it's a great, great mu- piece of music. But when it comes to this other two, I think that... <laughs> The reason why he was able to get all of this this sweep is because if you look at the people he was running against, nobody else was actually going to try to win these awards. Who was he running? Do you know? Yeah, uh, I had it pulled up here, but um, we got to kind of look. We, like there, You got to really do the science. On he this. won three Grammys. You have to really do the science on this. So when he was going against for rap album, he was going against Nas, who already won uh, his Grammy, I think either last year or the year before. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to be putting money into trying to win a Grammy. Yeah. Uh, Travis Scott, still, you know, we know what happened with Travis. Yeah, he's not back in the good graces of he's still fighting the public with that. yet. Uh, who else was it? And it was somebody else. It was so it was Utopia, King's Disease. One moment, I'm, I got it pulled up here. Uh, he was a rap. So that's so unfortunate. This man finally won some Grammys. Won three Grammys, and then as soon as he gets off stage, he gets locked up. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna expose that in just a minute. So, rap out in the year, her loss, which you know Drake is not gonna be trying to get an album uh, with the Grammys. That's not him. Him and Twenty One Savage, Metro Boomin, he doesn't have the backing to be able to get a real push the same way these other guys do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Nas and Travis Scott. So again, he was trying to get this Grammy. It's literally in one of his songs. He yells, "This is gonna get album of the year." Like he's, this is what he was trying to do. He was getting the things in order. He did the interview on the breakfast. Like he talked about all this. Mm-hmm. He was going after a Grammy with this, so you can tell that everybody in the Grammy voting 
this is what they heard the most. He was at the events. He was doing his songs in front of them. You can tell he was the person that really tried. And then if you look at the song that won, that's not even the best song on the album. The reason why it's, it's, it's like the scientists and engineers, the reason why that is on there is because it's got Andre 3000 and Future on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'll give it's it not, a listen. It's not even his best song on the album if you listen to it. So that was rap song of the year. So when you say best rap song of the year, that's the song that you heard all everywhere. Like it's, it's the one that's the most uh, praised throughout the year. It was not this song. You no. did not hear this song everywhere. I didn't. I don't if know what being, it is. If we're being honest, the song that should have won was "Just Wanna Rock" with Lil Uzi. Yes, that was everywhere. That, that was, was rap song of the year. Yeah, and then he took. I don't he care took, if you don't care he, about the genre. He took Jersey club music mainstream too. I don't know if the Jersey people were mad, but that's what he did. And he's the first like mainstream rapper that did that. So I think yeah, he should have won. And so then when you go to rap performance of the year. That's when you kind of get into a more tactical uh, approach to it. Who was the most uh, good with the bars, the scheme, things like that? It's when you kind of get into rap performance. So you could say his could have won, or you could say Hillbillies with uh, Baby Kim and Kendrick Lamar, uh, or Black Thought with Love Letter. Like, if you wanted to get into that, I wouldn't have considered players. That's like the rappy rap. They they tried to put players. If anything, that should have been rap song on the year last year. Uh, by Corley Ray. Oh no! That should have been. Come on! That should have been rap song of the year last year. That was a little bop, but, but not I, but Grammys. But I told you they her team handled that song horribly. They didn't drop it during the summer. No. They tried to uh, bring it back the next year after that, and then look, they just started getting it nominated for a grant. Her team did that song horribly. Y'all wasted all y'all money on that song. The worst ever. Worst. Worst rollout of a of a good song that y'all could have done and then it was a little bomb. best uh melodic rap was uh all my life with Lil Dirk and uh, J. Cole so he got his first uh Lil Dirk. Mm-hmm. yeah that song was garbage it was yeah that song was terrible well, I was just confused that they had low by SZA as m- melodic rap like they had SZA's low as a song there but was she? Was she? She didn't rap. I don't understand that. But it again. I just want to throw that out there. But let's get into back to Killer Mike. So afterwards, he won. You know, he swept the three main rap uh, Grammys, and afterwards, he gets arrested. So a lot of stories go around. Black man can't win. Are you falling for this? <laughs> I just want to. know. Are you falling for this? No, I know. Um, I read the article. So they said he would allegedly. Uh, there was an altercation with a female. Uh, well, I. They said it was with a female security guard. That's what Star said on his on his page. Okay, it was allegedly with a female security guard. Uh, he ended up not. What well, even at the post bail? Did he? No, he was charged with a misdemeanor, and he was literally let go right outside of the yeah. the arena. This is staged. Okay, let's just keep it a beam. If y'all know anything about what Killer Mike's going on, and we are in Atlanta, um. Uh, Killer Mike has been associated with Caesar Pena. He was in videos with Caesar. I didn't know they were associated. He was in videos with Caesar. He is being accused of being right wing and leading to the right wing. Yes, a lot of stuff they say about him being pro Trump and stuff like that, even though he's been with the Democrats. They've been saying he's been leaning a lot more right wing with a lot of his politics. And then if you listen to the songs on the album, he talks about being a landlord and all the other stuff, that bullshit, black capitalism. So there's another reason 
that people could be um, looking at his image in a little, uh, in a you know, unsightly manner. Mm-hmm. Joe told me I need to stop doing too much science. When I was on the spaces with him the other, uh, with the other day, Joe Bun told me that. He said I'm doing too much science. No, no, nigga, I'm doing all the science. <laughs> I know what this nigga is doing. This nigga trying to clean up his uh, his image, trying to look tough in front of everybody. Like, oh, look at them trying to keep the black man down. And he's using it as a facade. The nigga didn't even get arrested. This shit is all phony baloney. I see through. I see through it all. I'm doing the chemistry. I'm doing the biology. Man, you ain't gonna fool me, Killer Mike. I know exactly she what this was. She was injured by the rapper during confrontation inside the Crypto.com arena. Killer Mike denies the allegation in a new statement. Or he could have uh, been a barb. She could have been a barb, though. That was my other theory. <laughs> she, w- she was a barb. She was mad that he won the song, the rap song of the year over Nikki, and they played her by posting it like she won on Twitter. And then she just, you know, got that nigga arrested. So that was my other theory. But I think so, it was all cap. So uh, the she she was a guard at the Grammy, and she asked him for his ticket, uh, asked him to come around to the ticket place. And then uh, he apparently allegedly got upset and tried to rush past her, make his way past her, um, and pushed her to the ground. This all sounds stagey to me. <laughs> Sorry. That's what sources say, I'm according to a Rolling Stone magazine. I'm leaning to my first. She uh, uh, she suffered a allegedly suffered an injury to her hand and fingers, and she called for help, and then police were called, and then he was questioned. Stage phony baloney, trying to get his his tough guy image. I don't. Like I, said, I think he should have won wrapped album of the year, but the other two questionable. But this this wasn't you wasn't. Fooling me with this, man. Mm. I already let I already let Charlemagne get me this year. No more. So Killer Mike did make a statement. What did he say? He said, as you can imagine, there was a lot going on and there was some confusion around which door my team and I should enter. We experienced an overzealous security guard, but my team and I have the utmost confidence that I will ultimately be cleared of all wrongdoing. The situation has been overblown, but we are confident that the facts of the case when laid bare, will show that Mike did not commit the alleged offense and he will be exonerated. That's someone from his camp, the second part. Like I said, man. Yeah, I don't know. They're trying to play the revolutionary card, and when it really comes down to it, Killer Mike, you were not no real revolutionary. You were ca- black capitalist. And the, the, the talk that you try to do about the working it's class people. It's sad that people, it always eventually comes to this. No, I mean, the thing is about this. Like, the, the talk about him being, like, for the working class is all, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's performative. Because it, when you see the stuff that he's been advocating for, when it comes to, like, what can really help the working class is, is not. It, it's been a lot, of, a lot of faultiness. Like, him supporting the police and stuff like that. Like, not trying to support the defund the police and things like that. It, it it's faulty in the light when you you know come in and say oh shout out to and Atlanta it doesn't PD. seem to match up with his rhetoric at all because if you're an activist if you're a black activist then why wouldn't you want to support the defund the police movement again because when those folks are aligned with you when they're going to be the ones at your shows being your security guards mm-hmm. and things of that nature you're going to be more inclined. Do you think it's unfair because? They can make his life a living hell. So uh, 
is it unfair to force him to choose between like having a successful career and making ends meet not just making ends meet he's making more than that with a rap career but having a successful career doing what he wants to the caliber that he wants versus literally being harassed by police like he he has to choose between the two uh when you make the kind of music that he makes and advocates for the things that he you know says he advocates for this is the bet he made this is part of it Yep. Like you can't be sitting here saying I'm on the police side for anything. Yeah, you could have been rapping about other shit if that was the case, and you could have not been an activist. And like I said, just some of his his lines from uh some of the from the the album here is like, mm-hmm. let me state it, I'm real estate when others hate it. That's corny. Like, and do you think you ate with that? That's corny. And here's another one. A N- real estate bar. Niggas talk to me about that woke ass shit. Same niggas walking on some broke ass shit. But you were literally like, that's you were the woke nigga for mad long. That was you. I'm the that's shit. That's crazy. Go fecal. He said, I'm the shit. I go fecal. <laughs> Fuck the rap trap shit. I'm a landlord, bitch. Pay rent, pay rent. Wow. I had to be my own boss, not somebody else's worker. Shitting on the working class. Damn. There's literally nothing wrong with getting up and working a nine to five. Have you heard the the fisherman story? Talk, tell me. There's a fisherman. Um, he's on the beach. He he's done working for the day. He runs into a white man, an American, and um, he's he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I caught enough fish for the day, so I'm going home." So the the businessman. Is like, that's stupid. You should stay out here for as long as you can, catch as much fish as you can, sell the fish, keep doing that until you get enough money, hire people to fish with you, make a company, sell as much fish as you can for as long as you can, open businesses, sell fish all around the world so that you can have enough money to not sell fish and then he was like but i can just stop fishing (laughs) and go home to my family and do the same thing yeah he was like i can already do that now without all of the surplus like you can just have enough like sometimes enough is okay it's not what we're taught though we gotta have a surplus someone's always gonna take it from us because we gotta hate our fellow man like, if you're a fisherman who can get off, go home to your family and spend time with them, see see your children, raise your children, that's okay. No, that's real. That's, that's, real. that's a content life. Like, I've always just wanted to be content in life. Man, that was, I've heard that story before, no, but like I say, hey, man, when it comes to this, this is to kind of cap off with the Grammys and this is the Killer Mike, man, like, you, you hold yourself to a particular standard when you say So many tangents. When you support yourself on the working class, yo, so... <laughs> Again, I'm I'm not falling for the foolishness, man. You got to do better with me, man. All right, I'm not I'm not that kind of guy. Yeah. All right, so we gotta ask y'all a question, y'all at home, and uh, we'll answer it as well. For a month, if you were asked to not be able to use your phone, could you do that for ten thousand dollars? Fair. I would be itching like a crackhead, but I would force myself to do it because ten thousand dollars is a good amount of money to me like that's a that's that's a uh not life-changing but like 
I would like I would like to see it. I would. And then are there what parameters? Is it just like an all technology? Like I can't, can't watch use, TV. You can't use your phone. Just can't use my phone for ten for for a whole month. So like I could use my iPad. You cannot. Well, it just said your phone. So I, I would assume like, anything that can be used as a phone. So phone, laptop, uh, iPad. iPad. Okay. If Apple I can Watch. like, if I can, I, that doesn't matter. If I can like watch movies and stuff, and I'm fine. Yeah, I could definitely do it. One hundred percent. I would line up every single movie, anime show that I ever wanted to watch. You'd have to quit your job, though. I would have to quit my job, but would that count? Yeah. You can't use. Any oh no! Then for then I wouldn't do it because for ten k. No. You don't think you you don't think you you don't think you could with ten thousand dollars create a fund of money coming in circulating? No, not with um the amount that I have now. Okay. I was I'm just No. I don't think I have enough passive income for ten K to make a difference. Well, so much so that I wouldn't have to work anymore. Well, what I was, what it we, wouldn't be comfortable enough for me personally. Like you know how I want to live, <laughs> you know how I regularly live. I'm just, you I'm have to, questions. you have to fund it. I was just, I was just asking questions. It's not, it's not a regular, you know. Like I'm not a. I like finer things. <laughs> I think I, I could definitely do it. So, it, it wouldn't be too much of a problem for me. If yeah, I really had to, because I I I've, I can distract myself with other things. The only part that I really would be upset, upset with is just the convenience of it, of being able to look for stuff, mm-hmm. and stuff that I want to know, and and it's like I gotta print out a literal like you map quest. Com- well, in in the parameters that we set, you wouldn't be able to get on the computer, so I wouldn't be able to go nowhere new. Yeah, you have to <laughs> yeah, you have to drive everywhere that you drive normally, or you have to get a GPS. Oh yeah, I would do that, but you'd have to find it. I could go to Target and get a GPS. No, or you think that's that? You think they still selling GPSs like that? Let me see you if they sell GPSs anywhere. And look, I immediately grabbed my phone. I wouldn't be able to exist. <laughs> the first thing you did. All right, so we got to get into another thing that's been hitting the internet crazy. So, are you familiar with Michael Porter Jr.? I am. So he is a Walmart. So Walmart was able to find yeah. one. Yeah. So Michael Porter Jr. is a Denver Nugget. And that doesn't mean there's any story either. Uh, he's a Denver Nuggets recent champion. I have no idea who Michael Porter Jr. is. You just said you knew who he was. Yep, I thought I did until you said Denver Nugget. So we saw him when we watched the finals last year. Um, when we was watching it with your dad, he played. Well, it wasn't the finals, the conference finals, but he played for the Denver Nuggets. I was existing during the finals. I was not watching the finals. <laughs> well, that's not important. He uh, was on the pivot. One of our one of our favorite podcasts. To talk about, mm-hmm. um, and he basically, man, he did some shit. Michael Porter Jr. Show me, cause I thought Michael Porter Jr. was that white man comedian that was married to the black woman. That's Gary Owens. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> or Gary Owen? Excuse me, not. He hates when people add that s. Gary Owen. Yo, I thought your name was Michael Porter Jr., sir. I don't know. Yo, that doesn't even. That's not even. It doesn't. Close. It doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't. That's not even. I, close admittedly, at all. It, it's it's nonsensical. Of like, me. Where did you even <laughs> pull that from? I don't know. Was it a movie or something that you seen him in? He just looks like a Michael. But a Michael Porter. Yeah. 
And then he's white, so I was like, yeah, you know your dad. <laughs> Junior. I don't know. So Michael Porter <laughs> is, a, like I said, he's a basketball player. He was on a pivot, and he's in a lot of hot water for some statements he said here. So let me make sure I got the right clip. Yeah. Is he, so is he, is he white, though? He's half and half. Uh, I have no idea who he's this a bi- man is. He's a biracial brother. If I seen this man on the street, I wouldn't recognize him at all. But I think I had the clip right here. So he was talking about the WNBA players, and mm-hmm. it never goes right when you're not uh, spewing the talking points. Mm-hmm. And they're very talented, but so is so is a famous ping pong player. They're just as talented as, as a – like the best ping pong player is just as talented as the best basketball player. That doesn't mean they're going to get paid the same because it's right. – they it's play what, ping pong. It's what the people want to watch. You know what I mean. So, as much as I understand females wanting the same treatment as, as men basketball players, it's 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 a different sport. People they're not packing out the arenas. Obviously, their TV deals aren't the same. So, as much as I advocate for women and kind of the equality of the respect of their craft and all those things, I mean you can't pay them the same thing. You know, but I do feel like. They should there there should be a little way to make a little bit more money for right. that because they are very talented. Right. Yeah, I think the I think the big thing, um, obviously, when you're thinking about. So yeah, that was. Basically, Why is he in hot water? Okay, so basically, what he was saying is one, they was on the female tip, because he said females. I felt like he was referring to female basketball players. He needs to say. He did say women after that though. Yeah. So that's why that's why I felt like he was talking about female basketball players in that instance. And then when he said women, he was just talking about generally women in the game. Mm-hmm. He also got because a- it's it's um what's what's the word I'm looking for phonetically like weird for you to say women basketball players like that sounds weird. We say you would fem- say female basketball. Yeah, players. anybody would say that. Yeah, but he didn't say female basketball. He just said female. So that's why everybody was able. Oh, to, okay. Like this is one of those situations where people were shooting at the small things that were said. But it could, seems like it. They couldn't really fight at the at the factual information that he was talking about. Because as a woman, um, have you ever watched the WNBA game, ma'am? Most of the women <laughs> that were responding to him were women who either played in WNBA or were fans. Uh, but like like in a lot of their comments didn't really even make a sense. So one of the things they were talking about, and Ryan Clark was kind of cleaning up where they were talking about percentages and things of that nature, and that the women basketball players want to share the revenue. And they are just so disingenuous and dishonest with this conversation that we can't really talk about it for real. Mm-hmm. The money is not the same for y'all to be able to do this. So I did a little digging and did some research to kind of discuss and and shape how we should be viewing WNBA basketball. And it should not be with their counterparts who have had a league for over 40, 50, 40 years, 50 years. How long has the WNBA existed? 1997. Okay, so it's younger. Oh wait, no, it is. Yeah, younger than us. No, it's it's younger than us. It was founded in ni- like I said, nineteen ninety seven. So right now, what's the last article that was kind of talking about this has has the NBA revenue at uh, WNBA revenue at two hundred million dollars. I know that sounds like a lot, right? Yes, that sounds like a lot of money, right? Yes. Uh, we good. We fine. <laughs> we all right. The thing is, though. When you take that into consideration about the $200 million, that is just revenue. So revenue is just the money being circulated in. That's not a profit, meaning you got to take into account expenses, uh, everything that kind of comes into the league. 
Oh, yeah. So that's not $220 million of just, I mean, excuse me, $200 million of just free money. That's money that's circulating. Yeah. Now, what's profit? What do you think the the men's team, the men's, uh, their counterparts are, are pulling in? Oh, I would say like <laughs> more than quadruple that. You're probably, you're close. So it's $10 billion. <laughs> oh, my God. And $3 million of it is profit. Jeez. Meaning they're covering expenses. Yeah. And still having $3 billion in profit. And that doesn't take into account outside money that's being made for the endorsement. No, that takes things. in it's like, tic- that's, that's not nothing to do with the players. That okay. has something to do with the league. So ticket sales, uh, playoffs, ticket sales, uh, the TV uh, deals, all that. Partnerships. All that. Or anything that partners with the league. Yeah. Okay. So all that is what comes into that. Oh. So they only make three million dollars of profit i said billion oh billion oh, okay billion 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 wow okay <laughs> so like i said we're talking about that's a completely two, different number we're talking about two different stratospheres of actual money and what a business is so trying to do. you're telling me the wnba does not make profit at all i i will tell you even this child i'm gonna tell wrap you even it this. up i'm gonna tell you even <laughs> this. if we're keeping it a bean the WNBA is just a developmental league for women when it comes to actual the spirit. You know why I say that? Not to disrespect the women players, but because women can play in the NBA. You got to you know that? that. What What is developmental So that's is? a secondary league. So, you know, like uh, there's the. the so inter- there's a league above the WNBA for women that no, you can no, make more no. money in. What I'm saying is that the WNBA is a de- developmental league because women can play in the NBA. It is not illegal for women. A woman has been drafted in the NBA. Oh. She didn't play because this is when they had like six rounds and all that shit. But a woman, if she is good enough and can handle physically. Oh, y'all need to start uh, auditioning for the NBA then. If we're keeping it being, they they really wouldn't be able to do the the physicality that comes with the league. But it would be so much more interesting to watch. That's why I say that. Also, too. I'd be like, ooh, who's fucking who? Like what's going on in the locker room? Put the cameras there, please. Thank you. <laughs> They're gonna definitely have to do a hard knocks for okay. the NBA. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna be a hard knock. Oh shit! <laughs> you know them girls don't even be trying to touch the other girls. But uh, let me get back into what I was yeah, about to yeah. do. So the women right now I would are love that. I'm a and messy, again, this is about thirty years in the I'm league. A messy bitch that lives for drama. For real. So <laughs> the women. Uh, in the league right now, probably share about twenty percent of the revenue with the with the league. So they get whatever that that twenty million dollars, they're getting twenty percent of that. Oh, so they're getting money from the NBA's profit. Well, that was another part I was going to say. They do get money from the NBA. The NBA gives them money to exist as a league. That's another reason why I say it's a developmental league. Okay. Uh, because the the league actually sponsors. Them oh my to god! Make sure to make sure that it can run. Not the NBA be like here. They're, they're, they're the sugar daddy. Play your little basketball, Yeah, that's girl. what it is. <laughs> we, we, oh, no. <laughs> we we want to see the girls during the summer. Here you go. Like, that's what it is. It's like your, your, your sponsorship. And that's one of the reasons why the league doesn't get the respect that it is because you're being sponsored by another league. But let me wait to get to there. So, like I said. Hold my horses. Their league has only been around for 30 years. They're getting about 20% of the revenue. NBA players in the 1970s were getting about 27%. So, one thing to add about that, about the players in the 70s, is there was another league that was being played. 
There, there wasn't w- just the NBA. Oh, I did not know that. Also, it was more white men, less entertaining. Continue. During the 70s is when they let the niggas play. Uh, okay. <laughs> the 40s is when it, when it was just the white Oh, men. it's been around for that long? Yeah. Oh, damn. So, and this is what I was about to say, too. So, in the 40s, about 46 to 47, 1947, some of the early salaries were about four to se- uh, five K a year. That kind of turns to be about 60 to 80 K in this year. And it's kind of money. Yes. That's decent salary for a league. That's not making a whole bunch of money. That is that a decent salary? That's like a, that's like a nine to five. Yeah. But at the time your league isn't making a whole bunch of money and you're making a salary playing basketball for not the whole year. Wait, let me, let me have you clarify. You're saying, that the four to five k then in twenty twenty four would be sixty to eighty k now. Yes. Bye are bye. there are there basketball players making that in the league? Not NBA. Okay, I was about to say because that but is the w, absolutely the insane. WNBA. Yes, they are. Okay. That's what yeah. I'm comparing. I, it I was okay. Okay, okay, okay. I didn't. I thought you were comparing it to the NBA. I was about to say, goddamn, nigga, quit and go get a job at Amazon. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm comparing it to the women of the uh, of the WNBA. Because, like I said, that was around early in the league. But because the salaries were being a little bit higher was because they could compete with two different leagues. Literally from 46 and 49, there was two competitive leagues going on. And then later on is when um, that got founded upon. Like the, the ABA and all that stuff was later on. In your research, do you did you look up um, the average salary of a WNBA player? Right now it's about 70 to 80, I believe. Oh my God! Yeah, it's about seventy days. That is so sad. They only play during the summer fair. They only play thirty-four games. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, from training to end of season, if you win, how long are you playing? You're playing till um probably like September, October, something like that. Till from from like how many months? It's like three or four months. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? They're playing. They're only playing thirty-four games. That's less blasphemous. They're not. They're not even playing half the amount of games the, the men are playing. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to kind of put that in the context. Then and then they can play overseas and do other yeah, things. Yeah, that's another thing that they, some okay. of them don't like that, though. But I'm going to get into that, too. Uh, so in 1954, the uh, National Players Association was founded. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 64 is when they had their pensions were adopted uh, due to the threat of service um, during the uh, All-Star game in 64. So we've never seen the women strike. Or even become come close to striking. No, I'm about to tell you about a few more strikes that happened after this '64. Uh, well, it wasn't a strike, but it was a a threat. So again, during the playoffs in 1967, there was another strike that was about to happen if they didn't get the things that they agreed to, because they were not going to perform in the playoffs. The they WNBA. Up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's when the 82 game season became uh what we know today. That was in 1967. That's when they increased the salaries and the pensions. Mm-hmm. Now, 20 years, this is when Ma- uh, Bird and, and Magic is all coming in. And, again, this is why I kind of want to talk about because I want people to frame this in a mindset. Right now, we're just getting our Bird and, and uh, Larry. That Caitlin Clark girl, she's she's Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Potentially, you can maybe get uh, uh, Angel. Angel Reese to be that. Um, she get her Magic shit together. Get your shit together, Angel. Yeah, I mean, you can probably get God her. God damn, that. she over here being a hot girl on goddamn TikTok and shit. Get in the gym. She could be kind of like that Magic type in regards to just the way that people care and like her. If she, you know, the way that she has that image. And then you have this I do other like girl her very much, yes. coming up behind them that's a few years younger. Flo her J. Name, 
Her name, no, her oh. name is Juju uh, yeah. Wat- Watson. She's for <laughs> USC. She just scored 51 points not too long ago. She's Ooh. like Jordan. She yes. Moves, she moves like a boy. Like when you see her walking and, and play on the court, ha- she moves like a boy. Ha- so they're in the they're <laughs> in this part right now of their uh, inception of their league and the in the way that their league's going, where they're at the same point that guys were. They're actually ahead by like twenty some years. Okay. If you actually think about it, we like that. Yes. Really GMOs in the food making these bitches brolic. Let's go. So another uh, instance right here where they were having a, a situation was in 1982, 1984. The league was actually behind on pension payments, and the players were actually able to use this to guarantee them around 50 to 75% of the revenue. So during the 80s and the 90s, like the players had a large portion, more than the owners, of the revenue. That's good. I like that. But then you kind of come in. This but you, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. So after that, they lost that to the players. This is when uh, com- uh, Commissioner Stern, he passed away, David Stern, comes into the league. And during that time, even though that the, the the owners were getting less money, the league was thriving. Players were more you were more encouraged to play because you were potentially get more money, um, and you had better a better product growing because you had a lot of folks drug testing came in to play in this time. Like you stopped a lot of that kind of bullshit that was uh, taking down the league and making it look less bad. steroids. But then ninety one happened. You know what happened Ooh, in ninety one? I have absolutely no clue. No, they found out that the league was not. Given all the money. They were out here collecting revenue from suites, rental suites, and playoff tickets that they were not accommodating for. Oh. So then that's when later on you have the strike. And that's where the players end up going 50-50 with the, close to 50-50 with I the I feel owners. like I remember. Yeah, when that, was the strike? That was another one was an eight, but in 95 uh, or 99 is when they had a, a long strike. Oh, okay. When, uh, that's when the Knicks actually went to the playoffs. They went to the finals that year. The last time. When they went to the, is during the strike year. My Knicks. They went oh to the strike, God. yep. Lord. So that's when it kind of happened. And if and the Knicks ever in the playoffs, we fly to New York. But no, I want to say that this is what <laughs> happened here. <laughs> this is what happened here. They were able to get back to like a 49, 50 kind of range because they included those things that they weren't sharing with the players early. So then they were able to kind of get it balanced down during the next agreement. And now the players is like 50-50 now. But this is after all that kind of going on and the revenue sharing. Ooh, that is so interesting. But that's why if you look at where the women basketball game is now, there's no reason for them to be kind of upset the way they are because they're growing way better than the men league was at the same rate. And that's because we got y'all. Just like anything else in here, the the, way, the reason women have a good experience because of the men around them. You know it, baby. You know it, baby. I was about to say that you ate that research, and then the way you ended that just made me not want to acknowledge anything good that you did just now, so let's move on. Shit can get. (laughs) I'm just telling you. I like the the research you did on that, babe. I thank you. That was was great. I try, I try. I didn't didn't know any of that. I try to educate people. I don't care about sports. And that's another reason why the sport doesn't succeed. You know it was on Lifetime, the WNBA? What? The WNBA was on Lifetime. Oh! Child, they could put the WNBA everywhere. They could blast it everywhere, and I would scroll past it willingly every single time. I don't watch the men's sports. I don't care if you switch it out. The only way I will care about sports is if you put commentary in the middle, which lets me get to know the people 
individually. I have to be individually invested in these people in their stories. I need to see what's going on in locker rooms. I need to know tea. I need to know drama. What's going on with your family? That's why I love watching Hard Knocks. That's the only sports content that I will consume because I'm like it's 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 fun. It's like training. What's going on in the locker room? This it's lifestyle content. I love a good lifestyle moment. Sports, hate it. I'm not even I'm not even gonna act like one of those girls is like, oh, I like, no, I don't care about any of this shit. I don't. And that's not, that's not <laughs> common. That's not, that's not that common at all. Like, even I, I used to date a girl who played basketball in high school, and she was like one of the few girls who could name you WNBA players. Like, it wasn't too many girls on her team that could tell you, oh, this who play here, no, no. If, like, it's not rare. The only thing I could tell you about the WNBA is that I follow this beauty YouTuber. Her name is Glamazante. She gay and she dated a WNBA player. That's the closest I could get. And uh, Brittany Griner. That's all I can tell you about the WNBA for real. So, yo, yo, if anybody want to be a nigga for real, it's Brittany Griner. Like, she go harder than some of the trans niggas out here. Like, she became a baby daddy. <laughs> like, that's the most nigga shit you can do. Like, Shout out to Brittany Griner. <laughs> don't, don't, don't shout out her breaking homes up. <laughs> Yo, she really broke like three homes up in that shit. Like, it's the kid's original family. <laughs> the girl, her, her and the girl family. It's, it's a mess. Unless it was a private adoption, the original family wasn't broken up. <laughs> All right. So, man, I, Ludacris has been getting a lot of heat lately. At Ludacris Cat, has been moving real weird. Cat Williams has sparked it off on on my boy. Cat Williams said, your wife got a long, ugly, light-skinned face like the rest of the long, ugly, light-skinned face women. And then you came out, made a freestyle. Well, he said that you, Williams actually said that you um, are a sellout and a coon and your wife is ugly. And then you came out in a freestyle and was like, I'm not a sellout or a coon. So done. The, mis- <laughs> the misinformation, the the uh, the information about him has been coming out more. Uh, so some questions about how he got his kid into his possession has has basically it's been on TikTok, man. They they've been shitting on my boy. I don't really appreciate this, so I'm I'm gonna call out. This is all alleged. I mean, this is actually some validity to this statement. Oh, is it? It's a lot of court records to prove what this oh, girl shit. is saying. Oh shit! So this is not alleged. So uh, this is from True Thesis. And Let's go. This is what she had to say about uh, Sir Ludacris. This is a reminder that Ludacris is a villain. After dating his girlfriend Adasi for a few years, Ludacris had a fling with an old high school friend named Tamika Fuller and got her pregnant. Fearing that news of this affair would ruin his relationship and public image, Luda allegedly begged Tamika to terminate the pregnancy. Well, after hearing the baby's heartbeat, Tamika decided to go through with it, and she had the baby knowing she would be a single mother. Ludacris was ordered to pay a couple of thousands of dollars per month in child support, and he didn't like this very much. So he quickly got married to Adoxi and petitioned the court for full custody of a child he had allegedly never seen. Apparently, he cited that his financial situation and two-parent home life was a better fit in the single mother low-income household Tamika could provide for the baby. So the court granted him full custody of a baby he barely knew and who was still nursing. So no matter how much Luda tries to rebrand as this nice family man, the North remembers how he snatched that baby from her mother and gave it to his new wife to raise so he wouldn't snatch have to pay that baby. Support. That's crazy. So let's first clear 
clear this before we get into the whole conversation of it. Uh, Ludacris did not snatch the baby from this woman. He w- agreed to pay the $7,000 that the judge said that he was going to pay. She then went to the court and asked for more money. And then that's when he said, instead of getting the girl that got on her back money, I'm just going to give the nanny money. And I'm going to get the kid on my own and take care of it. Not going to give you I don't like that. a year when I can just give the nanny 80 and take care of the kid. It's it's just the getting custody of the child is not coming from a genuine place of like for the child's well-being. Like if he went out of his way to get custody for this child because he was concerned for the child's well-being at any point or in any way at all. Why do I like, have to be concerned? The, the, no, I'm just saying the intention behind it was shady. Was I, it not? You, we don't know because that. We're, we're listening to her. Okay, based on this, I don't, the intention behind it was shady. From if, her, she said, I don't think if he got full shady. custody because he did not feel like paying this woman who he willingly nutted in <laughs> child support, then that's wild. That's if, not if, wild. If that is the only reason, that is wild. So because you still not in this. No matter how much you you begged her to have an abortion, like that's probably if it was like a fling. That's probably I assume not a conversation they had beforehand. Like my thing is this: like, what is your thought process when it comes to a woman and her having a child? Because it's it, not it, a woman. This is a woman having no, a child. No, when I, I think about um having when I think about having a child, I think about two people because that's what it takes. Okay, it takes it to get pregnant. To have the child only takes one yeah. person. So what is it that you have when a woman has a child? So before having the child, the pregnancy the has to happen first. Okay, so me, there's two people reframe, that have that, let, let that this. are involved in that. Okay, but that's again, that's that's neither here nor there for what I'm asking you. What I'm asking you is, do you think that because she's a woman, she's endowed to certain things that maybe, even if it makes sense, she should still be given the benefit of the doubt? So if I'm saying that, hey, I can put this kid in private school, I can have him in the be- living in the best area, I can do everything better than you because my life is, quote unquote, more successful than yours. All you did was get on your back for me, and I, what I did was wrap my ass off and got to the top. Like, why do you feel like you're more entitled to the to this child than than him? Because that's what you're saying. You're saying that that she's that's, more entitled that's, to the child. That's if you think that the enrichment that she'll get from all of the things activities she'll be a part of is I, gonna be is gonna be more beneficial to her than like her being raised with a consistent parent that's there all the time. I don't think who's I, able to like emotionally cater to her. So at all times. Do you know what the I, I may have said this on a prior show before, but the consensus on the best thing that you could give a child is a zip code. And that's what he can do. He can give her a better zip code than she can. Regardless of how you feel about, oh, she's the mom. Who said the, this? Who said what? The the best thing you can give a child is it's a just a saying it's 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 a common okay because if it's not like a child behavioral psychologist that said this then but I this feel is, like this is the understanding of the best thing that you can put a child in is an environment that other people <laughs> are like minded that, that's what you feel like and I feel that's, like one hundred percent and I feel like the best environment you can put a child in is with 
parents, parents hopefully, but hope a parent that can um, Chris- consistently it- provide emotional and and guidance but that okay. emotional support what, and guidance you, on a on a consistent basis once you put that caveat in there then all it is is just resources because if you're if you're no, not from say, from the parent but if it but you just gave a caveat so again if if they, if i can get if i can have this child in an environment where he's safe warm and, and clean but and, and listen listen okay go ahead you can have an environment where this child is safe warm and clean but i'm not their biological parent and then you have them with the biological parent that we just say it's not going to be safe, warm, and clean. I'm inherently better than the child than the child's parent. The child is going to be safe, warm, and clean with her mother, no, with the child support that is being paid to her. In this You're, specific situation, we're talking about Tamika, who is already uh, a, a successful no, person on her own. No, I went not. through her Instagram. She has her own career. She takes her daughter to a bunch of events. She looks like she's part of the parent-teacher fucking association this is her like she's a very active parent but you're not you're not taking into context is there something is there something that we need to know about her that we don't know about her no we're talking about the context of the situation now she's been able to put herself in a good situation when she was having this child and when she was okay with bringing this child in this world she was not in this good situation what so was she homeless was she addicted to drugs was she in an abusive relationship? Like, like was but, she but was she in a situation where she could not provide a safe, warm place for this child and also emotionally provide for her and support her? No, she was in a place where she could not provide better than a millionaire. Let's move on. What's to move <laughs> on for? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, because you think that the most important, the the best thing you can do for a child is financially provide for them. And then that's the disconnection that we're having because I think the best thing you can do for a child is be there for them. And that's this is the same argument that we were yeah. having. Um, what was it? Last year. Like, this is the same thing, which is why I want to move on because this is, oh, is going to be a disconnect that we're, all, we're always going to have. We came to the conclusion last week that we're going to have this disconnect and we're always going to disagree on this specific topic. And I I just I I genuinely think because in this specific situation. Ludicrous, like we don't know the the nuances of the situation. Right. But from this TikTok, This baseline, like he had a baby with a woman that he wasn't supposed to be with first. Right. He wasn't supposed to be laying with this woman. There was something that you weren't supposed to be doing, first of all consequence of your action there's a there's Nothing a bed the there's a there's a bed that you have to lay in the uh, unfortunately the child is the the, the laying in but, the but bed the that child you have to has, do. but the child has nothing to do with me cheating and the child being in my my custody the child has, has everything to do. to do with you cheating because no, the doesn't. child is the result of you but cheating has nothing, but the child's existence and the way that it lives its life the child shouldn't exist do, but it has nothing to do the with the child cheating. shouldn't exist see that's how again that's why Jonathan Majors got arrested because women think like this the child you're shouldn't wor- you're if worried you about the cheating and the cheating has nothing to do with the child's experience the cheating was the first thing but the ch- as as your woman the cheating was the first thing that shouldn't have happened so, so by your logic if the I had first a baby, domino but by your logic if you I had, the can you let me finish domi- can you let me finish by your logic that means that's if i had a child a okay but by your logic what you're saying is Give me the phone if i had a child on you you feel like that child I'm, should have a, a, a bad existence no i don't think the child should have a bad existence 
should be a less than than our child exists. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, as a woman, that's the first thing that I'm focusing on because everything that happens after this is a result of your fuck ass. That's why doing this shit. And that's why that jo- she wasn't supposed to be doing. And that's why Jonathan Majors went to jail because women think like this instead of what actually is going on. Again, you can't you can't get past the fact why, that he's why 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 am I why am argument. I dealing with the consequences of your actions that should not have been because acted upon I'm in the a first millionaire. goddamn because place? I'm a millionaire. That's why you're dealing with the consequences of my because you can't go to too many other black men and get this experience. Sorry. Obviously, you <laughs> Eudoxie or whatever her her name was wasn't upset at all. She doesn't. She's fucking stole a baby with him. She sat there and said. Ludacris is a rich man. I'm not going to get a rich man. This lady was in medical school when she met Ludacris. She dropped out. You women don't care about your own careers, y'all. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. She didn't give. Obviously, she didn't give a fuck about her career. She dropped out of medical school or law school or wherever the fuck she was at. Y'all don't do that for y'all. Y'all do that to look appealing to rich men. It doesn't matter why she did it. The the point of the matter in this specific situation is that she did it. So she is one of the women who don't give a fuck about her career. She just wanted to be with this man. Okay, then. So everything. Okay. So then she stole the baby. <laughs> she stole the baby with this man, right? Who didn't initially want the baby. The baby should not have happened in the first place. There wasn't supposed to be a baby to get stolen in the situation. That's why you can't talk to y'all, y'all. <laughs> That's why we can't talk to y'all. That's I'm the gonna, baby here. I'm gonna baby ha- here. I'm gonna harp on that because why is the baby here? Get the baby here. What? No. Because I'm a millionaire and I can fuck what I want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Respect it. I'm a I'm a millionaire and I can fuck what I want. So, sorry, Tamika, this regular ass. What? She went to school with this man. Okay, so she tried to the, get a lick. She she. Oh, Tamika's his wife, right? No, Tamika is the 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 baby mom. Is she the the okay. mistress? Okay, I thought I thought he said the high school sweetheart. To was Tamika. Yes. Okay, so he went back to his high school. Okay. Yes. I, I understand. Happens. Happens. So people. he he is with this lady, this this African woman, woman of his dreams. Obviously, she's she's so successful. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. All that. Uh, <laughs> regardless of what Cat Williams says, right? And then he's having an affair with this lady, which he's not supposed to be doing. And then he gets her pregnant. And he's like, holy shit, like, this is Eudoxy. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Obviously, this is the woman that I'm, I want to marry. Okay, get to, get to the point of saying, we've already told everybody what happened. So just get to the point of what you're trying to say. He's a fuck nigga. Okay. He, he did what he did, and then he was scrambling. He scrambled. And he scrambled and stole a baby. Y'all, hate, y'all just to end this kind of discussion, y'all hate that a rich nigga can do rich nigga shit. Like, that's just the funniest shit in the world. Y'all want rich niggas, but they get mad that rich niggas can do rich nigga shit. It's insane. All right, man. Um, I just want to say that Tamika was not the one who was chasing after a rich nigga in this situation. Let's move on. Okay. Uh man, the internet has just been killing me, man. Like I know I, I talked about it a while ago that you know the internet can be a good place for a straight man. But sometimes Hold on. Be... You gotta play the song. Can you let me set it up first? We don't have to get there. Jesus, man. Like 
I thought I wanted to play the song yes, first. Yes, let me do the setup first, okay. and then you can let Let's people know what we're talking about. Restart. So, like I was saying, man, the internet can be can be. Like I can say, prior I said it can be a good place for being a straight man. But uh, th- this morning, the, the morning, two mornings ago, it was it was definitely not that. So I, I wake up, you know, I mean, I, I I keep my odd hours. So I'm waking up doing my thing, and I see Drake leak on my phone, on X. So I'm like, oh yeah, we got some new music coming out. I, I already see him on tour, you know, boom, more music coming. So I click the link and I scroll a little bit and I'm seeing like, I'm seeing weird emojis thinking like, okay, maybe the song is ass. I scroll probably two scrolls down and I see this red nigga jacking his shit like a fucking slinky. I was fucking upset. I was pissed off. Drake got a jerk off video on the internet. I, again, Drake is my mans. I fuck with his music. I don't need to be, I, I shouldn't have never seen that. That shit is wild. Drake's dick is bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm not even comfortable with this conversation. Why does this man have a hammer? This nigga had the monkey full full throttle. It wasn't even full throttle. It was at half mass. You could tell. I, Drake's dick is bigger than said, what we saw it my, okay, to be. So one thing I was want to need to clarify with you. I was not saying full throttle was the complexity of what his penis was pumping. I'm talking about his hand. Now you saw all the things. I can you can you listen to words? I say I'm not referencing. What his shit was was on, I'm referencing the thrusting of his hand. Okay. Moving past that, you saw that shit though. You saw what his shit was on. <laughs> you my saw it. <laughs> hey, my dick small. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you trying to say? I feel like, ooh, I should have made a list of celebrities who I know got little dicks too. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I was really surprised. Like Drake, Drake genuinely gives me like little dick energy because he has not been able to keep a woman for so long. Like he, he for some people is attractive he's rich he's famous he's light-skinned he's he's fit i'm like why you know like he what what what's been going on with drake can we talk about the women he must have a tiny 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 little penis but that's not the case he doesn't he doesn't have a tiny 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 little penis can we stop something real quick you just said there the women logic so you just said all of these things right and then you ask, why can't he keep a woman? The question should be, if I'm all of that, why would I want to keep a woman? If, I, if I'm if i rich, famous, and have a fucking hammer, the last thing I want to do is keep one woman around. <laughs> like, what are you talking? Like, that's the thing that was so funny about the commentary on this, because that was the best part about this, was just the commentary, was that the women could not say shit anymore. Like, the shit that There were women still saying mad shit. But what it was mean? all corny as fuck. Y'all shit was saying, y'all said the lamest shit in the world. Nothing can be, the shit that you just what? said, the shit that you just said was the goofiest shit. You rich, or you can't keep, who gives a fuck about keeping a girl when I'm rich and with a hammer? Okay. I don't want to keep a girl if I'm rich with a hammer. I want the next girl. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Fair. But you know who? He's still a weird ass nigga. Well, say what and you And all of yeah, the, yeah. all but of the. I got the, the hammer. Okay. 
damn, it's not your dick. <laughs> like, is it your dick? Is it your money? Is it your fame? I got the hammer, though. Like, God damn. See, all of the all of the girls, all of the girls that I saw. No, it's not homophobia. Is that your dick? It's not your dick. It's not attached to your body. That's not homophobia. That's just body autonomy. Nigga, the fuck out of here. No, it's homophobia. Semantics. So um, I saw all of the girls fucking going crazy over this 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 video. Like, that's not still Drake. The the dick don't matter. It's still attached to this nigga <laughs> who's still corny as fuck. Like, that's still, I need to max win. <laughs> He's not attractive. I've never found Drake attractive, though. His whole persona and everything about him, the thing he does with his, um the way he poses with his lip, the... You know people gonna tell you like you, you know people that say, thing he does. You know people gonna say you're a liar, right? Liar? Yeah. There are so many men that I find attractive, and light skinned men that I find attractive. I have never found Drake attractive. But for you to find, not find Drake attractive, but then say you find me attractive, and then multiple people have said I look like Drake. You look like J Cole. You don't look like Drake. No, people literally. Say you don't I, give Drake's people, aesthetic. You don't give pretty boy. People literally. You haven't seen me with my haircut, but people have said. Okay, you, I've never seen you with your you haircut. Can look up, you can look up pictures of me on the <laughs> internet right now where people are saying, they'll say Drake Cole. They'll call me Drake Cole. Okay. Meaning well, I've never Drake seen this man with his haircut. He's had locks the entire time. He's had the beard. And, and that's what the people say. The beard and all everything will say this Drake. You don't. It's the mannerisms. It's him specifically. That's what I'm saying. I'm not unattracted to light-skinned men. I'm not unattracted to men who generally look like Drake. I'm unattracted to Drake because of who Drake is, of his mannerisms, of the way he like purses his lips when he smiles. Like, I don't like Drake specifically. There's I could give you a list of light skinned men that I think are fine as shit, including you, sir. It's not doing what you think it's doing. Like the fuck Drake. Drake's mannerisms is what I think is unattractive. Off off, off Drake, we have you have something else to get to. So, yeah, because you're the one who extended it. Pause. That was definitely necessary to say after this. I just want y'all to know that I found out about the the pick from my husband. I got woken up with. This that's not what I oh, don't do that. That's, that's that's not what I woke you up. Nah, to. I I opened my eyes and this nigga was like, Drake's dick is on the internet. That's the first thing I heard when I woke up this that's morning. That's not what happened. He was like, dick. This as soon as I woke up. That's not what. Happened. That's exactly what happened. That's not what happened. You walked in the room and I told you what happened. There was no me waking you up. You walked in the room and say good morning. Oh my god! And I told you what happened. You literally opened. You fucking slammed the door open. You're lying. And then and then and then you tapped me get off multiple I'm, times. No, I did not. And then you You're were like, lying. "Babe, babe, you got to get up. I got to tell you something." You're fucking lying. And then I was like, "What is it? Like, what do you what are you waking me up for because I've told him so many times to not wake me up to tell me shit, right?" I can't believe you're so really he, on this podcast and lying. And then he wakes me up and he's like, Light-skinned niggas got to win. And I'm like, what are you talking about, my nigga? Like, <laughs> Yo, you like, like, what are you talking about? You and he's like, he's like, yo, light-skinned niggas, like, they been shitting on us. You know, we got to win on these dark-skinned niggas. Drake got a hammer. I was like, he did he did he diss somebody? Like, did he diss Kanye? Like, 
did he unload the bars? He was like, nah. And then he showed me the jerk off video. He was like, look at this. This nigga got the stick. No, I didn't. And then that's how I was woken up to my husband praising a light-skinned man's dick like that's his dick. Is that not crazy? I was dry all day. I can't all believe you just day. lied like that, young. I can't believe you just lied like that. That's wild. So. <laughs> I can't believe you just lied like that, young. I didn't even bring it up to you. <laughs> You're the first person that brought it up to me. That's the first thing not that like I heard. The you just described. That's the first thing that I heard when I woke up this morning was Drake's dick. It was not this morning. That's how I know you're lying. It was the other morning. No, and it, it was this morning. It was not. Oh this yeah, it was yesterday morning. That's like you don't even remember. It was yesterday morning. My bad, y'all. It fucking was yesterday liar. morning. It was yesterday morning. She's yeah. fucking liar. Don't believe anything she said. It was yesterday morning. That's the only thing I that you, I was I, off about. I just want you to know, you, we didn't need any all of this. It was like twenty minutes of of nothing. Let's get to your part. The the, the segment was supposed to take twenty minutes. <laughs> Why every time? You know what? Let's move on. So, um. song so welcome to the meat market well you well you'll get the dick deets we'll judge the jewels and cackle at the cocks prepare for the penises <laughs> so i made a list of uh one through ten we're gonna go through it really quickly it's not gonna take too too long i did make a rating scale i rated we're gonna rate we're gonna rate the the dicks so the rating scale it's going to be a couple things. So first and most importantly is going to be overall attractiveness. So that's like, are you groomed? You know, like, are there any visible um, deformities? Like some Hollywood kisses? Yes, a little bumpy bumps. Okay, that's not great. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What does it look like? The second thing is going to be length and girth. Those... Go together. We're going to put those together as a, in, a, in a category. The third thing is going to be presentation. So presentation is going to be like, are you oiled up? Is there going to be, is there more body in the picture? What angle are you taking the picture from? Or is it, is it manscaped? Things of that nature. They, that goes in, in, it's kind of, kind of goes in hand with overall attractiveness. And then the last thing is going to be aesthetics. So aesthetics is like, What's going on around the dick, right? Is the room clean? If you can see the room, what is the lighting like? Can you see it like really properly for real? So we have a list going from don't, one. No, nigga, don't say ever say we have a list about dicks. You have a list. <laughs> okay. I didn't help in anything. I didn't comment on any of this. No. This is you. 
It's all me. It's all Miss Reality. So let's go. Uh, let's start with our list of dicks. We're going to start from 10 and go to one. We're going to start at number 10 with Chris Brown. Okay, hold on. Stop saying we. <laughs> I'm, that's just how my verbiage. We'll change it for this segment. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to start at 10 with Chris Brown. So Chris Brown is uh, at number 10. Because I was, I remember when this nude leaked. I think I was in like high school. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God. This is when I was still problematic and I was still a fan of Chris Brown. Yeah, <laughs> Rihanna's blood was still on his fucking knuckles. Yo, literally. Literally. They, it was. I'm, I'm not going to refute that. <laughs> so, um,. I saw I was so excited and I was like, oh my God, no, he got a long skinny pencil dick. I hate it. Hate it. Overall attractiveness, zero. Um, the aesthetics of the picture, we're gonna give that a zero too. Length and girth. Length was there, girth was not. You get a one overall, Chris Brown. One, number ten. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. I don't know if y'all remember, but Kanye did have a dick leak real quick shout out to leakedmeat.com <laughs> because they had more than 30 pages of leaked meat pictures dating back to like 1990 something so like shout out to y'all because it takes a very specific brand of horniness to to keep track of something like this did you note the oldest picture on there no, I didn't know because I was scrolling very like furiously past the white men just to uh, like land on the one black man every three pages. <laughs> so I didn't really um, do that. I didn't get to page 33. I stopped at like page 12 when I got 10, 10 black people. Um, so the, the next person is going to be Kanye. We're going to we're going to Kanye wasn't great. As far as like angle aesthetics, as far as presentation and everything, we're gonna we're gonna give him zeros all across the board. The body was not giving, the face was not giving. He had sunglasses on, it was inside. We give you a two Kanye. Moving on to number eight. Hold on, was this after the lipo or before the lipo? This was before the lipo. Um well, I don't know. This was media takeout. There's mad media takeout watermarks on this picture. This was a while ago. Okay, so before the lipo. Yeah, this was a lot of a lot of these are from mad long ago because leaked picks are few and far between like it happens every once in a while it doesn't happen that often plus for black rappers specifically it's not that often so the next person we're gonna have okay a lot of these like I didn't remember happened so at number eight we're gonna have Michael B. Jordan Michael B. Jordan um length and girth wasn't giving everything else was giving though he was on the beach lighting was great six pack was giving he was moisturized all that we're gonna give him a three okay he gets a, a calm three even though like michael b also um brie nick cannon's baby mom from selling sunset said that that dick was trash trash so three <laughs> it sucks when you got a bad resume out here yeah so at number seven, we have Jamie Foxx. So Jamie Foxx, um, this is this is rare. It started like kind of getting a little bit harder because hey, from yo. 
pause. But it's it get it got more difficult to like differentiate because as far as like it, they they all look good from here on out like in general. So um, Jamie Foxx is next because I just like the the booty wasn't given with everything at this point. We're 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 nitpicking. We're definitely nitpicking because these are these are all man dingo men <laughs> from this point on at this honestly so the length and girth category from this point on is fives tens across the board nothing but hundreds um so next we have jamie fox and then after that i put drake after that because it's a video it looked like there was some lubrication on it the girls love a lubricated piece okay from what I can hear, you know, the the nut videos, it needs to be lubricated and it needs to have sound. So that that's that's next. Six is Drake. Aesthetics, everything was on point. Five are Toxic King Blueface. So next is our at number five is our Toxic King Blueface. I don't know if y'all remember his 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 shit leaking. But that's why he has all of these girls acting absolutely insane because he has a massive rod on him. That shit is insane. But tall, skinny men always do. So then next we have Antonio Brown. I did not know Antonio Brown had a had a leak. This was my first time seeing this picture. This was, I think, aesthetically, this would have gotten number one if it wasn't for just the pure massiveness of the next two. The the Antonio Brown, he was in a pool, you know, like six-pack abs, all the things, sun glistening, um, um, moisturize. I love a moisturized man, first of all. Moisturization should have been one of the one of the um determining factors on their own. But that goes into like presentation and everything. But like beautiful looking, no complaints. I'm not even rating them. Everything after number everything after um Drake number five on is like tens across the board. Except for the fact that Blueface is who he is. <laughs> only qualm I have um so then number two number two is Nick Cannon <laughs> Nick the Cannon because <laughs> what is happening that's what's happening that's why he got 17 baby moms and all these women are are just willing to be in this harem this the, the, to be all these sister wives and whatnot because He's rich and he has just like a just just disgustingly huge dick. What what is that about? What is that about? And then number one is gonna be Mr. Jamaican Slut Safari. We knew it. We all knew it. You knew it, I knew it, we knew it. That man <laughs> shows his dick every chance he can he can get. Every chance he can get. And then, yeah. And then there was the there was the the company that offered her money to make a um a cast and sell, like, toys of his meat. You don't think he did that? He said on Love & Hip Hop that he didn't take that deal, but... 
That was, a long time. That, that was a long time ago. Yeah, he probably took it at this point, but it was probably less after he decided not to take it. So that's my that's my one through ten. There were a surprising amount of other dicks <laughs> that I just decided not to put on the list because I was like, 20 dicks is too many. So, <laughs> so that was one through ten. And I love demeaning men and objectifying them. That was my favorite thing I've ever done. Yeah, I feel nasty now. You should. Like, I, like I, there's a story I have. I I now feel for the dude that I was that was in this story. So, this whole conversation made me think about a time when I was back in college, <laughs> and there was this. I was in. The, I was just chilling with some people. These folks I didn't really know like that, but it was just like you know, in college you try to meet new people. So we hanging out and. I'm smiling just because that's just who kind of person I am. And one of the dudes is like, look at this nigga always smiling all the time. What you happy about? And his girl interrupts everything and says, niggas with big dicks smile all the time. <laughs> For real. And so her, that's her boyfriend? That was her, the nigga that she was with. I don't know if that was her boyfriend. That was a nigga who was claiming her. Uh, that wasn't her boyfriend at, at all. And the whole room goes silent. That's crazy. I'm not, I've never even touched this girl. He asked her, what do you mean by that? Why would you ask her that in front of everybody? You're setting yourself up for failure, sir. We, we were 18, 19. So he asked her, what do you mean by that? She says, we see the shorts. This nigga packing young. <laughs> and the reason why you don't smile it's because you ain't sitting like, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that definitely Yo, wasn't her boyfriend. That ruined the... She I, hated that nigga. I had to get out. That was her enemy. I had to roll out. Nigga, for, for the whole time he was still at the school, bro, me mugged me the entire time. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I never even touched Shawty. But she had to blow this nigga spot up. But, hey, man. Yeah, you, she hated him. She did. When you walk when you walk around with the with the missile, yo. Like, that's, that happens sometimes. That's... That's how I talk around niggas that I I gen- I want you to feel bad about yourself. I want you to feel less of a man. She hated that nigga, I guess. She did. She had to hate that nigga. He, he if they were together, she he cheated on her. I actually have another weird story too. Like girls are actually kind of like girls really be wanting the picture of the meat. Like when I was on Tinder, there was a girl who was like, "I really don't want to continue texting you until I see what your dick look like." And I had to, like, send her a picture of my dick to continue texting her. She had no intentions of wasting her time with a little dick nigga. I've done that before. Luckily, I passed. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got the eye emoji. The two, you know. I was basically in a whole relationship. Nah, I mean, we, me and her wasn't no relationship. Nah, I was. Before I found out that this nigga dick was micro. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. It was wild. Let's get off this conversation because I'm uncomfortable now. Let me kick. Let's kick some back. Like in we, real quick. like you, we can sit through a conversation about a girl talk about your big dick, but I, we, you uncomfortable about me mentioning that I dated somebody with a micro penis? I'm uncomfortable anytime you and Dick is in the same discussion. Well, Even be if comfortable the name with is it. Richard, Dick about to be part of my brand now. Period. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to be part of any of that. Uh, R.I.P. that pussy. Hey, I'm going in tonight. That's, that's vile. What we got next? 
What's on the docket? It's another basketball player we can kick the back in. So you know who Tony Snell is? Nope. Well, there's a reason. He's not that good. But uh, he's been a nine-year veteran in the NBA. And here's the sympathy stuff going on. So he's autistic, right? His kids are also autistic. Oh, no. So he, I mean, he's trying. My he, bad. I don't know. I mean, I feel you. Your dad made billions of dollars being autistic. Like, but uh, uh, so he's trying to get into the NBA one more season because if he plays 10 seasons, he then qualifies to have his family take care of, you know, in regards to like Medicare and all, Medicaid, med- well, health insurance. Yeah. That's going to be covered by the league if he stays 10 years in the league. Yeah. A lot of people are kind of having mixed reactions to it. Why? Uh, because one thing is he has a white wife who goes on on the Internet and flexes in private jets and Hermes bags the lifestyle they live. And you want us to feel bad and advocate for you to get back in the league so that you don't have to spend money on you and your kids health. Oh, yeah. Stop spending money on them Birkins. I mean, you, if I, that's the case, you like, got that's like fifty thousand dollars a piece, nigga. One of the conversations that people were having was like, "Oh, you shouldn't be mad. This man is just trying to do stuff." But it's like, bro, when we have start talking Birkins about Birkins is not regular. You not even we're not even on that. Like, we need to have a conversation of when we talk about thi- these kind of employees, these high level earning employees. This nigga makes more money than a lot of small businesses. He's not a person in this situation no he's a corporation yeah so like when i say my 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 motto of i don't cape for rich niggas it's because for the most part rich niggas are corporations and if you're not making the right choices and the right invest my nigga you're famous for having the zero 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 game <laughs> there's a whole me you're trash the nigga played 29 minutes and did nothing did not accrue a stat that's a meme he played the whole time 29 minutes and did not do anything. Bro, I could literally go to an NBA game right now and do something. Didn't they get, didn't get, not get a get, rebound? At did least get, get one, 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 one. Did not get a steal? <laughs> Nigga put no points on the board. Nigga made $50 million being ass. Why couldn't they could do that for me? Why? I mean, my, my thing is this. You, gotta have the, you have to have the, measurable, the measurables to be ass. And he has those. But the nigga... Has been nine years of ass. I'm not gonna sit here and say that you deserve or somebody should be giving you. You deserve anything. nothing, especially when you got that white woman spending all your black ass money. I'm not Dumb here ass for nigga. it. I have less sympathy for you. I'm not here for it. That's stupid. Like again, I don't like that. Why does Tyrese want to be Latino, here, baby? Why does Why does Tyrese want to be Latino? <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Snicker <laughs> went off. Said he wish he was Latino. <laughs> I did not see that. I don't think he. I don't think it was a recording. I think <coughs> he was like writing it down. Hold on, let me see if I. I had the messages pulled up here. This nigga said he wish he was a, a, a Latino. He don't want to be black no. more. Well, he didn't say he didn't want to be black no more. But I'm adding that sauce on there. He said he want to be black no more. <laughs> I hate that people don't understand that you can be black what? and Latino. Like that's fr- that's frustrating to me. Yeah, you can be. You can definitely be black and Latino fully. Every time Tyrese come out and say some shit, I just... This is what he said right here. Sometimes I wish I was born Latino. I mean, the Latin community is grounded in family loyalty, entrepreneurship, businessmen, and women literally represent the dream. The grind, the hustle, doing whatever. It takes to stick together against all odds. Hashtag, hashtag. This nigga sounds stupid. Even 
even Latino people. It's, it's not done yet. Oh, if us is black, that's what this nigga said. If us is black culture was <laughs> that's what the nigga said. That's what, that's what the nigga said. <laughs> if us is black culture was grounded in these <laughs> intricate, magical nuance. Of us, we would be dominant. Every time Tyrese comes out and opens his mouth, I literally. Yo, what the fuck is if us? Is, what the fuck is that? If us is he be doing drugs? Well, that was, he said that was medication. But what is that? Now he's still taking them. Cause what the what is happening with Tyrese? That level of stupidity is magical, right? That's what's magical, Tyrese. That was hilarious, man. Oh, my God. I forgot to say the thing. We forgot to say a lot. We didn't talk about Jay-Z's speech. Oh, yeah, we didn't. I forgot to say at the end that the, the it, it was supposed to be a whole, the Golden Hammer Award goes to Safari. Congratulations. Victory is yours. All right. So. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to shoot Safari? Maybe. See how women are? See how they want you to crash out for nothing? Shoot a nigga. See how they want you to crash out for nothing? Yo, that's wild as fuck. Okay, really quick. Did you see Fabio Foreign? I did not. Fabio Foreign got on Beyonce's internet. He was on some interview, and he was like, oh, literally sounded like a caveman at this point to me, because that's what niggas who say this sound like. He was like, oh, if Meg got shot in the foot, where the hole at? Nigga, if you got braids, where is the rest of your hair at? The braid, the boxes of the braids are big, and then the circumference of the braids when they get to the end, very, very, very tiny. If you got braids, where are the follicles at? Bitch, the fuck? This is tired. You, you're like the eighth person to say this. It's, 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 it's sorry as shit, and you're ugly. If any pieces of the bullet touched me, I was shot. The doctor literally said that he pulled bullet fragments out of her foot. He trying to say you the dumb pierced, fuck. He's just trying to say the bullet pierced. Well, street niggas, hey, that's how y'all operate. Normal humans, if the, any piece of the bullet touched me, I Bro, was if shot. The, if the bullet grazed me, I was shot, nigga. And I'm telling <laughs> the bitches, like I was hit. This is this is my bullet. You see wound. that? <laughs> my bullet wound, nigga. Like I hate no. I, y'all don't control normal people's observations of reality. Is Fabio Foreign really even a hood nigga for real, or does he just rap loud? You went to the braiding shop and you had to put too much gel in your shits. And you let Mace take your money. And Mace is old, and that nigga loved Jesus. How you let a nigga that loved Jesus rob you for real? You let him do what Diddy did to him. You're a pathetic ass nigga. You're part of the cycle. That's like when like she the single mom and then the kid is has a kid like at, at a teenager and then that kid has a kid. Like you're part of a cycle. <laughs> a destructive one. Garbage bars. <laughs> I don't I wouldn't say that. He is he is garbage. Man. He New York drill we, rap is not that Jay-Z hard. Jay Z, though, we didn't talk about Jay Z. Let's all. get into Jay Z really quickly because Jay Z got on the stage at the Grammys and was like, "Y'all are playing with my bitch." He did say that. <laughs> uh, my problem. Okay, well, he went on the Grammys. Go ahead, explain it, it better. There's a lot of shit I have a problem with this whole Jay Z shit. 
Because the first off, the fact that you're getting an award that's not based off of any present music means you should have got that shit off screen. So the fact that you got your war on screen is why Killer Mike didn't get his on screen. Aren't most of the like those types of awards, they're not ever for current Rarely, music. Unless that the person that's coming in if it's like is, a is, is that's the reason why they're here. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lifetime achievement type award, which yeah. it kind of is. Yeah, so that's what that was to me, and that's never for current music. Shout out to Rory and Maul. Uh Rory said that he believes, and he I think he got this from somewhere else too, that this was supposed to be for Diddy. That it was supposed to be Dr. Dre giving Diddy this award. Mm-hmm. But he's a nasty, what, disgusting man. Because of the freak-offs, he can't accept this award. And that's why Jay-Z's speech kind of felt a little off the cuff a little bit. So shout out to Rory for that one. Uh, to me, Jay-Z had, regardless of like what, when um, they knew that Diddy couldn't accept this award and Jay-Z would get this award, Jay-Z had enough time to prepare a better speech than that. He didn't give a fuck. Well, they said Beyonce- pretty close. So, like, they said that even when they had talked about Trevor Noah had said that Jay-Z and Beyonce was there, like, the crowd seemed pretty surprised. I thought that was because Jay-Z and Beyonce haven't been to the Grammys in years. Like, they that, that, they yeah. have been boycotting. I think the only – I thought that the only reason they showed up this year was because Jay-Z was getting this award. The only reason they showed up – it's – to me, my theory is Jay-Z was supposed to show up with Blue. Right? And then, for some reason, Beyonce was like, all right, I'm going to come too, which is why she just, she was just like, Pharrell sent me this look from Louis Vuitton that he just dropped. Let me just come with what y'all. The, what, the Doug, Dick, the Doug Demodone 3000? <laughs> like, that's exactly what she pulled up looking like. Doug Demodone from the Louisville Demodone. From the, it's Doug Demodone from the Louisville Demodone? It wasn't the Louisville Demodone. From the Dimsdale Demodone. Dimsdale Demodone. Fucking fairly odd parents. I'm tired. This is y'all queen? Yes. Over don't call her. First of all, first of all, first of all, fix your fucking mouth. Did you just call Beyonce a bitch? I didn't say this is your this, queen. You, you, you said, said, is this bitch y'all queen? I said, fix I said, your fucking mouth. I said, is this y'all queen? And she looks like a fucking oil tycoon. She does, though. She does. So, like, let's keep it 100. I thought he called her a bitch. I was about to choke this nigga out. You wasn't I finna really do was. shit. I was about to. <laughs> you wasn't finna do shit. I was. I was about to. And stab you with this. You wasn't finna do shit. I will stab my husband for Beyonce. No, you won't. No, I wouldn't. So don't even. That's don't really. Even, that's don't even make those lies. That's irrational. Right, let's as get fuck. into this conversation that he said, man. One thing that was bothering me, Charlemagne said this. A whole bunch of other people were talking about this. Trying to act like this nigga Jay Z said something about the community. Let's go back. No, to he was just like, go give my wife album no, of the year. That's not even the worst part. This nigga said, Grammys, please accept us. Please listen to what he said. I he said, listen, hold on. Let me explain. Yeah, go ahead. Listen to what he said. He says, Will Smith and them boycotted the Grammys, but they still watched it. J- DMX didn't get a nomination. I boycotted the Grammys. I still watched it. We see that here. He says, hey, my wife didn't got 32 uh, Grammys, but never won album of the year. Your criteria is messed up on how y'all are making these determinations. Mm-hmm. But we still want to come out here. The nigga was begging for acceptance, and it's disgusting. That's exactly what was going on there. He begged for acceptance, and then he said, my family needs to win everything. Because if Beyonce would have won an album of the year that this year or but had been winning on a consistent basis, 
He would not go up to up an arm for anybody else. No, he wouldn't. And that's the part that pisses me off the most. Yeah. Because so I th- I thought it was very obvious that he was only caping for Beyonce. If you he care, wasn't caping for the community, he was caping for his wife. Like this thing about this thing about the fucking hypocrisy here, okay? Which I so thought you, was sweet until you made your point. Like I think caping for your wife is sweet, but that's because I'm a wife. But he could have but, but he could have taken this opportunity to make a bigger point. My part is, if I'm a cape for my wife, I'm gonna start that off top. I'm not gonna be sitting here trying to act like I'm for everybody else. Yeah. Trying to talk about, oh, some of y'all going feel like y'all was robbed. Some of y'all might get, like, all that shit is stupid. And he was like, oh, some of y'all don't belong in this category. He was being, like, shady and messy and all that stuff. Yeah, and and it's BS. Again, you're not sitting there for the community. You're sitting there to propagate your own family, the Carter line. And that's the real issue that I have with it is that he tries to pretend like he's this black sage, like he's this person who's for the actual group of people when it's like, no, you're for your pockets and you're for lining your pockets. But because you use this revolutionary language, everybody falls victim to like you're trying to do something for the masses and you're not. Mm-hmm. Because if you were trying to do something for the masses, you would have accepted that award off camera and you would have let Killer Mike accept rap album of the year on camera in that place. That big, dark skinned black man that rap about rappy rap shit. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. So. You got your shit off just now. You made a good point. I do do that. And also, you too, with that. Once to- in a while. And also, with that Tony Snell shit, people are going to try to be like, oh, I thought you were an advocate of the working class. That Who? nigga's not working. Tony Snell, the, the basketball player. Okay, okay. That nigga's not working class, for one thing. And also, too, that nigga got a union that's behind him. So fuck that nigga. All right? He got everything that regular We're pro union, people though. need. We're pro union. And also, too, you rich pro motherfuckers union. don't ever come to our request when we need y'all to advocate for our pay. I'm not going to advocate for y'all pay. Suck our dicks. You can literally eat a dick. You can go find Drake's fucking slinky. You can eat a dick. I just listed 10 that you could eat. So eat one of those. <laughs> All right. We didn't finish watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's going to be on our next show, so we... Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but we we were right and they are not hot enough and At all. that's 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 what my review is right now. So far, so far. But we'll get into more. The later. first Mr. and Mrs. Smith made me want to fuck them both. I don't want to fuck either of these people. At all. Childish Gambino is is like what first of all Stop putting men on TV with mustaches and no like goatee beard or anything in 2020 fucking four. Like, that's wild. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that at all. Not one woman wants just, like, a handlebar mustache. Fucking Mr. Peanut-looking ass. Like, no, nobody wants that. So that's all we have to say about Mr. and Mrs. Smith for now. And then we're going to do the full review um, next episode because I think – I don't know how many episodes are left. I think we're on like episode seven or eight. We maybe have like two or three more left to go. Um, it was my understanding that Mr. and Mrs. Smith was supposed to have a lot of sexual tension and I was supposed to be attracted and it was supposed to be sex and they happen to be spies. Apparently I'm wrong. That's what I got from Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt though, but that might be because they're so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we gotta. Get, I want to ask the the audience one last question before we we go. So yes, Super Bowl is coming up, so we all know 
you know, there's a lot going on. A lot Very of sad the Negro Bowl didn't happen. Well, you know, maybe next year. But there was an interesting situation that happened on the radio. So I'm not going to play the video or whatever, but this guy, woman calls in and she says that her husband or boyfriend, I think it was her husband, her husband gets a uh, a call. I mean, get, wins tickets to the Super Bowl. So he gets two tickets. Uh-huh. Her birthday is around the same time as the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. She wants to go to Vegas with him to go to the game. She doesn't like football. She's not a fan. She couldn't even tell you the teams who are playing in it. Mm-hmm. He's taking his longtime buddy, who they watch the games every Sunday together, to the Super Bowl, and she's pissed off. Do you think she's he's in the wrong for taking his uh partner to uh you know to what? The game? From looking out, take like taking an objective stance from it, it would. I still wouldn't – I don't know which side I would be from. He's still Looking, taking her to Vegas, just mind no, you that. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if I was just, like, a bystander looking at this situation, I'd be like, damn, I don't know what she would pick. If I was in the wife's shoes, I would 100% be like, yeah, it's me that you're taking. I'm your wife. Like, you can – I understand you wanting to take him, and it sucks. It, I would, it sucks that my birthday is around this time. It's just a difficult situation because, like, at in any other situation, if my birthday wasn't around this, then I would be like, yes, go with your friend. But then, like, I don't want to be alone. We're, the Super Bowl's in Vegas this year. He told her she can come to Vegas. We can do whatever you want before but and she after just, the game. But she just doesn't go to the game with them. No, she's being a... Uh, in this situation, again, I'm... I, I okay, so I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. If the situation is... Your your buddy is getting his own flight or whatever to the game, and y'all are going to the Super Bowl together, and then you're going to take me to Vegas with you, and then we're just going to have a good Vegas time, and you don't take me to the game. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's a blast. That's what was going on, though. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, well, yeah, that's that's probably the, the best um, situation for all parties. You're happy with your friend because y'all get to do y'all thing. And then the game I don't have start to, to like three in, in – in uh, Vegas, it doesn't, it like doesn't even four. matter what time it starts. That day can just be your football day, and I'll just like go watch Usher and get massages that day. Usher's gonna be at the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'll just like go watch like people, and I'll like get. I'll go to like Michelin star rated restaurants and spend your money while you're at the football game. I don't have to be at the game with you. But if you take consideration to at least like get me a flight and book a nice enough hotel room for the both of us. And then but you're like, you're not going to this game because you don't give a fuck about this. Yeah. I would prefer that. I don't give a fuck about this game. I just want to go to Vegas with you for real. I'm going to be honest. You don't even got to take her to Vegas, yo. You you can do next weekend, you can go do her birthday, honestly. I'm just being honest. Because my thing is this. Super he Bowl, did, if he, I get Super Bowl tickets. He did the best thing he could do, yeah, honestly. I think he, he did the best thing. My thing is Everyone this. is happy. I think that's yeah, the I'm best case scenario. Wrong, but she, she was upset. When she called into the station, she was upset. Yeah, she shouldn't have been upset. She's um That's that's a stupid thing to be upset about. Yeah, I mean, if it was, if it was if, I'm, I'm be honest. If I'm in that situation, and let's just say the the option of you coming to Vegas is just not an option. It's just me going to Vegas for Super Bowl. I'm going to go for the Super Bowl, and we can do whatever for your birthday whenever after that. The only way I wouldn't be upset if, is if you were taking your father. But if you're taking a friend, like, I I would be upset. Like, I'd be like, why? No, yeah. 
The only reason I wouldn't. But take if you're you, if you're taking your father, 400%. the only reason I wouldn't take you and I would take a friend over you is because this moment as the Super Bowl and what it actually means means so little to you. And yeah, that's but like you taking me to like your favorite. In our specific situation, I would still be mad at that because you don't give a fuck about having your friends around for anything. It, to me, <laughs> it, that that could be same true, and I could still invite one of them because the Super Bowl. You don't give a fuck about having your friends around for anything. Yes, significant. It wouldn't be a it, honestly, so. So why would the Super Bowl be significant enough when our wedding wasn't significant enough? And then that would be just a that would be a whole different argument. I could tell you why. <laughs> That would be a why. whole different argument. I like, can tell you why. Specifically, personally, in our relationship, like, you cannot ever, because of how you act with your friends, like, prioritize them above me. I can make an argument for, but this, again, I can make an argument for all of this. Because it's not prioritizing your friends to me. It's an experience of football that you could give a shit about. They actually will care about the experience. The simple fact that they would care about the experience would be pushing me to their side. Yeah, it's just like I care very much about fashion and everything of that nature, right? If Chanel invited me to a fashion show in Paris, the first person I would want to take is you because you're my significant other. And I know you wouldn't significantly care about that thing, but it's such a like, like you're the only person that I would want to share something that I'm that excited for with. But But you also don't we have, have friends, different but you also don't have friends who they'll send you every week where they'll talk about the next bag that's coming out or the next line. You know what I'm saying? We I, talk about every I every do. week during football. I do. The same way with football? And that I, you don't I have I have friends that I talk about fashion on a regular basis with. But we're not talking about fashion. I have friends that I talk about Chanel on a regular basis with. We send things back and forth. We send each other vintage Chanel pieces, things of that nature. Yeah, I don't talk to you about that because we don't give a fuck about it. But I do have friends that like I regularly talk about fashion with. Would but you say that you say there's anticipated releases and things like that that go on? Antis- yeah. You, is there a regular like that's what I'm saying, like it's it's harder to kind of there there are people that I regularly hang out with that anticipate fashion shows that um anticipate things that are coming out that um follow trend forecasters and things like like well, that. Then, yeah, that makes sense why you would I, I don't understand why yeah. you would want me then Be, if you have people who actually yeah care about you don't people. understand that that's what I'm saying we have a difference in like the way we think about this because. I would want you there because you're the person that I want to share the things that I'm the most excited about, regardless of the category, right? So, like, you're just the person that I want to share the the things that I love the most with because you're the person that I love the most, baby. That's it's simple. It's, I mean, I just, that's I, all it is. To I understand me. that, but I think to me, I, I would just look at it as an experience. Like, if if there was a sh- a show, like, say, if it was just vice versa, I'm I'm the fashion person. If there's a show that I know this person I actually care that I know somebody who actually cares about the show, to me, turning that into a date to us when I can provide them with that and I know who that person is and I can give them that opportunity just seems more of it because it's like you're not going to appreciate the same way. Yeah, to me it's just like if I'm to the moon about something, you're the person that I want to be to the moon with. No, I feel. Period. I mean that to me I just there's just across the board. Ex- there's just different levels of expression to it, I guess. Yeah. 
because there's to me there's stuff that I'd be to the moon for. But if I created it, then yeah, I would want you to be with it. But if it's like because I want to like I would be like you're the person that I want to share my excitement with, regardless of whether you understand it or not. Like I want to, but I can share. That I want to see afterwards. something. No, like in the moment. Like that's what I, I was gonna say. I want to see something, and then I want to turn around. And then you're the person, you're the face that I want to see when I'm excited. And I'm so like, like, you're the person, you're the person that I want to share that with. Like, I would genuinely enjoy sharing it with another fashion person in a completely different way. But what I desire the most is sharing things with you. Well, see, okay, that's I guess that kind of stems from what I'm what I'm getting to now. We're just (laughs) different in regards to how we express certain things like you're looking at it as for what's what you want and i'm looking at it as what somebody else would want because i'm sitting there like i know my homeboy would enjoy the football game because he enjoys football oh yeah 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 i'm thinking about it from my perspective 100 percent. yeah from in in my perspective i know that this is not something that you're like excited about yeah so it's all ego because it's like i'm sitting there thinking to myself like what do you would get off from me sitting next to you about something I don't care about. But it's just your ego. That's all. But then at the same time, right, like, if you take me to a Super Bowl game, I know that, like, this is some – or, like, a playoff. I know that this is something that you're so passionate and you love so much that I would be so attentive and, like, happy that I'm the person you chose – I mean, I could be attentive on a book in Mandarin. I'm not gonna know what the fuck it says. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I'm still I, I gonna get it. I'm sorry. I, don't, I mean, I jump on your prey. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, look at you trying to turn everything away. You're so bad, Frederick. Frederick. Oh Lord, what? Can't, what else good, we though. got? We good? Oh no, I mean, pretty much everything I had. There was Oof. a thing about pretty privilege I wanted to talk about, but. Uh, yeah, it was kind of long, and then like the girl was like, she was just talking about stuff that could happen to ugly women. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we have to get into that. We're almost uh two and a half hours in at this point. Yeah, I'm probably ready to start playing this shit. All right, anything before we end it? Nope. All right, man, let's get into this last little portion here. Oh my God, there's more. I'm just gonna do the sign off, my G. Oh, okay. I thought there was yeah. another segment. I was about to be like, God damn. No, man. Like, What's up with you? You said portion. There's a little, little part right here. Okay. <laughs> All nice. right, man. Life is a labor of love. <laughs> so let's keep building these moments together. And remember, your job is not your family. And the only thing that's okay to exploit is these corporations. We're talking F- FTV. I want you to like, follow, subscribe. Appreciate y'all being part of the family. We out of here. Bye, guys.